We're rolling. What's up, everybody? Episode 96 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Olé. We are brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business uh, on or offline, website design, Google ads, graphic design, printing, we can help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or check out our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com and request a free review of your entire online presence today. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. What's, what's up, up, everybody? What's up, what's up? Bo behind the camera. Hello. Miguel <laughs> sitting in that seat there. Right here. <laughs> Actually here. Miguel riding shotgun. Not the little Miguel. Shout out to our booking manager, Britt. Thank you, Britt, for all the hard work. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, share, and click that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate the support. The uh, not that you guys haven't been awesome already, but you Thank know, make you. sure you're following Thank us. You. Make sure I that you are. Yeah, man. And it's uh, <clears throat> Yeah, click that little bell, that little uh, reminder bell, and you'll get a notification every time we launch a uh, a new video or episode on YouTube. Do you have anybody in your gym saying like, hey, man, I watched the podcast. Pretty cool. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I got the a The drill down was named by Justin. Yep. Um, I had a, one of the girls the other day go, are you, is that your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of that. Like, is that yours? Yeah. You got to remember, like not everybody maybe watches on YouTube, but maybe listens and they don't see did us. I, did I tell you what my coach did? <laughs> I think I did tell you. So you there's another, something. there's another guy that does a podcast in my gym. <laughs> it's, his podcast me. is like hell has an exit. And it's a lot about like, uh, the people who. Who have like uh, like addiction stories and stories like that? And, he told me, and, and I how did, they come I did, on. I looked at his. Uh, it's pretty dope. I did, looked at his trailer. I watched his yeah. trailer on the on his. And on his um, so he trades, so our coach like put us to drill with each other, which so he could come by and say like it's the podcast versus podcast. <laughs> did the guy know before? He no, did I didn't, didn't know. know he had you one. Know he, and then, so then the, the, we were like learning like some grip breaking drill, I believe it was. And then it turned into like, so what? Do you, what's your podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, I, I'm almost always wearing a flow and roll gi, and it has the patch on it. Yeah, on the it has it on the like the stomach or the, under the chest, mm -hmm. uh, and it has at least one patch. I, think, I wear on, I wear that legs. one like every other the Wednesday. Blue one, right? yeah, yeah, the blue one. So I it says it already. So then, like, I think people like, you know, I cycle. Yeah, they they look they go. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yes, but uh, yeah, I have. I, I yeah I have a few people I went to uh, it's I weird went to, I went to a fight a couple of weeks ago with my wife I I met got to meet Roberto Santiago shout out to Roberto hey. thank you for all the support all the awesome help uh, he's uh, you know the post. guy that's responsible for us uh, really like wound up getting us to Rashad Evans um, George Pirro right? he was like, one of the he, original he, he was uh, in the mix and suggested either the, that guest or somebody that always supported with them the and, show too he's yeah. like one of the original Patreon yeah, guys one of the and... original Patreon supporters he's the reason why we were featured in the Sun Sentinel that's right uh, so uh, so that's awesome so but I, my, my point was I get I get to meet him but my wife is always messing with me we don't go to a lot of fights so we are on a, a, out a lot but she'll always she'll be like are a bunch of people going to come up to you and ask to take your picture? Oh, uh, like gosh. she messed with me, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, maybe yeah, somebody probably. might recognize me. If we went yeah. to a jiu-jitsu event, I would think more so than a, more just yeah. like a straight-up MMA. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. I wonder what uh, it would be like if we went to like an IBJJF, like uh, as, a, I, well, as a guest or something. I, I, I definitely think that to we, do like we a should. Podcast. I, don't, I know that you've talked about, are you going to be competing? Yeah. You, you think, I actually you, just renewed my registration this okay. morning. I got so, it signed by Henzo Grace. I will absolutely be going. Oh yeah! Oh really? That's awesome. I had a change affiliation. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, I will definitely be there, and I would like. I can, I'm. I'm. 
I, I'm hating life because that I didn't go to the ADCC. I'm so upset that I didn't go to the ADCC. I told you, Sean I had tickets for, for us. We just had to go get you know get. I knew months and months ago that he was going to do it and have tickets. Can we just talk about and one I'm thing so, about ADCC? I'm, I'm glad we missed one thing. What's that? That announcer lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my wife <laughs> from. I didn't realize, if I'm not mistaken, she's the one championship lady. I think so. Is it the same? I was I watched my first one championship event or started to watch yeah. my first one on Prime, and I hear it. Now I had watched a couple of fights, and I hear it. I'm like, that's the same freaking lady. Yeah. Now my wife had been like in the room when I was watching 11 mm-hmm. hours of 80s, 12 hours of ADCC yeah. on that it Sunday. It was still good. It's like captivating, so, uh, but you were just like, what is going so on? So she came home at some point, sat down, and I was watching. I was the, she had heard it on the on the ADCC mm-hmm. and was like that is fucking annoying. What's wrong with this so lady? So I was the opposite. Wait, I didn't think it was annoying. So I had never heard her before. So I'm like, it was kind of great when she starts screaming the names and you couldn't understand her. It was weird. Yeah. And then when I watched <laughs> the one championship the other day, I watched some in the morning. Went to jujitsu. What I I put it on again in the afternoon, and she starts. I forgot to tell my wife, uh, and she starts announcing, and my wife just goes, "Oh no." No, please. And I'm like, yeah, right. It's the same lady. She was so annoyed. But she my my wife's a gamer. She it's, lets she lets me watch. Thank it's God. Unique. She That's lets she leads she she bought me the tickets and she lets me watch a lot of stuff. Yeah. So she doesn't she doesn't give me a lot of shit. She knows that the alter I could be out, you know. She knows people that are freaking out at the, the bar. Du- the and, devil and, you know. And the addiction of like the football addiction and yeah. you know, that whole like fantasy football. She's like, Thank God you're not like that. I could live with the go to jujitsu, come home, watch fights. You know, we go mm-hmm. out to watch fights and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's cool. So uh, joining us today is returning guest BJJ after forties, Mike Spider Spider Ninja Bidwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember him? Right? I, I know him. You know him. Um, you weren't with us on the first podcast. No. no. Okay. I watched it. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, I love his take on jujitsu. He's amazing. You can check him out at BJJ under 40 on Instagram, everywhere on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I don't, I don't know it. if he's I watch on Twitter. It on the gram. Uh, great dude. So stick around. He has an incredible take on jujitsu and just a, a really nice guy. A quick, uh, a few quick shout outs, guys. So uh, thank you to our friends over at Flow and Roll, hands down the best custom gi and no gi gear in the business. Don't believe us. Just visit them on Instagram at flow underscore and underscore roll. Check out all the custom designs. Uh, they create stuff for academies all across the country. You can find our podcast here on their site now as well. Go check them out. Again, it's at flow underscore and underscore roll on IG or visit their website flowandroll.com and get 20% off with code JJD. Thank you to the BJJ Box for all their support. They are Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box right it's delivered to your door filled with i know we have one on the way Uh, it's delivered with premium jujitsu and grappling apparel equipment supplements supplies snacks and and a lot more one question that Um, i got uh, asked um, yeah six minute rolls six minute rounds jujitsu bjj box tea Uh, one question i got uh, out in the wild there's different tiers right it's not just like a one bjj box there's like you you can find something that works for you yeah in terms of like what you want there's to receive. There's monthly, there's quarterly, monthly. there's the VIP box. I forget the name of the other one that comes with the rash guard. That's more, I think, quarterly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he has a, a, he has a, we don't mention it, but he also has another brand. Um, it's like a, fi- a fitness box. So he has that one as well. I, I believe it's linked yeah. from the, from their, from the uh, BJJ If you want to fitness that into your reg- <laughs> regimen. <laughs> um, yeah. They listen, they find the best products in the world of jujitsu. 
and guarantee every box to be more worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items that you're going to love. Use coupon code JJD10 10. for $10 off your, your first. first order. All right. And I know that we've got another box on the way. Uh, so probably next episode As we'll DJ do an Khaled unboxing. Would say. Okay. Another one. Thank you to Neutral Zone Clean. Limpio. Mira. Number one, thank you for the uh, the box of swag. Thank you for watching you us in the background boat? while you're in the office. Mike. Yeah, so I saw they the saw shout that out. Today. That was yep, cool. yep, yep, yep. Bo, you got this? Bam. All right. Got a little. Looking clean. I'm back. looking clean, y'all. All right. That one's. Uh, it's a very comfortable sweater. Is he selling the sweaters now? Uh, or is this I, just for I, us? I, this is just swag. I don't think he's got it on the sweater. Okay. Bo? Y'all are missing out. Yeah, I got one for you too, Bo. Because fall, fall, yeah, is, it's, fall is upon it's us. It's going to be like going into the 70s, or is it 68 or the low 70s today? 69 would be nice. <laughs> of course. Um, it's, I think this is like the coldest, the first cold night yeah. that we're having in, uh, in South Florida. So, NeutralZoneClean.com and at NeutralZoneClean on Instagram and Facebook. Now, this is separate from NeutralZoneCBD, right? NeutralZoneClean. These products do not have CBD in them, but they are, right? For hygiene, hygiene products, right? You can, I spray it myself when I get off the mat. I use the wipes. I need so, I need one of these for my car seat, on. man. So, okay. Ask and ye shall receive. Really? This was very specifically sent for you. Uh -huh. so you got, uh, Did he hear that um, I ran out? <laughs> um, I think I either, I think he probably, yeah. He probably either heard that. Sorry. Either he heard on the podcast or I think I might have said something like, you know, uh, gotta I'll, get something for you. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember how it he happened. Shouldn't, he shouldn't have Whatever done it. Whatever it is, Mike's awesome. Candy are awesome. Mike, uh, are, Mike and Candy from uh, uh, they the couple are, that, that they run are the, awesome. the company. I was going to buy it tomorrow. Own the company. Yeah. And they are keeping oh, thanks, us guys. in swag. So you've got that. So um, this is all about being clean on the mats, training, personal life. Um, I just finished my canister. I'm going to have my, my, this is there was there a canister here already? We didn't have what? the canister out. The, what, no, not the yeah. big one. I, no, no, no. That I mean, there wasn't one this on one? the table. No, no, no. The canister. That's this a canister. One. The other one that I just gave you. Oh, this that. one. It's <laughs> that. It's English, English is my second canister. language, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that canister, canister. I've got to put one in my car now. Okay. Because I, I ran out of the big. I got the remember the original sample oh, that yeah. I keep on mentioning. The I white label. I've got one wipe in there that I've already used once and I stuck it back in there because I'm like, yeah. I need a wipe. So I've got, I got a canister to replace it with. Um, go to the gas station, get in my car after shaking somebody's hand. Yeah. Like I'm always like, all the fans, you yeah. know, all the fans that come up. Yeah. All the fans that ask me for autographs. I will so. say one thing. <laughs> one ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. I, uh, you know, after all the staff stories and the ringworm story, and I've experienced it in the gym. I've seen yeah. the guys who come in with like the tape around their calf type stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you're just like, Today's the day. Yeah, I go to the bathroom and grab some hand sanitizer and rub it on myself before yeah, I get in the car. Done, right? But this, I, this is the solution to yeah, not rubbing hand sanitizer I, on I yourself. I spray myself, and either if I have the canister with me, I, I wipe myself down. Still go to the uh, shower. I carry a towel with me, so yeah. I spray myself down. I when you mentioned that, I started doing it for the yeah, car seat. For when, the car seat. And look, there's some people that are like, "Oh, that's cool, that's great," and then some people are like, uh, "You know, whatever." Hey, you know, clean yourself, you where, dirty where, bastard. Hey, where are these my neutral zone washable, replaceable, affordable car seat covers? <laughs> know what I mean? I put I put a towel when I leave. But imagine I put a just towel. like the elastic car seat cover that you just take off after training and you put and you on it, and then you put it with your laundry. That's a big one. I don't know if uh, if that's a neutral zone clean type thing. 
But <laughs> check them out at Neutral Zone Clean on Instagram. Please. NeutralZoneClean.com. Use code JJD and you get 15% off. Now, they're doing a special sale. It is for the Mega Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 1200 count bucket yeah. canister. This is uh, normally yeah. like uh, 109, like one, uh, 109.99, yeah. right? Great for your academy. Oh, are you getting that, right? Great for your academy. That's right. Great for an event. Mm-hmm. A jiu-jitsu event, a wrestling event, any you know, we're touching each other or you're on the mat. When you're touching this, each other. <laughs> in not a weird way, like you're yeah. thinking. This is perfect to you know, Alexa. I if, I would love to see this in every gym, right? Just off to the side. You How know, many times do I talk to you, you off air about amenities? It's yeah. like, bro, I'm going to a gym. I want some amenities, yeah. man. Like, you go, you you go to Planet Fitness. They got towels for you. Yeah, like this is awesome. Look, so, so look, you get. Use code JJDGIFT, G-I-F-T. You'll get this bucket for $99. It's $10.99 off and free shipping, right? That shipping can get expensive on something like this. You're getting It'll, free. I think they legally have to You're getting the, free the shipping. 64 ounce, dude. And if you buy anything else, the coupon code is not going to work for that stuff. If you buy anything else, the shipping will be free. They'll put it all in the same, in, in the same uh, box. Yeah, man. Okay? All right. So, again, check them out. NeutralZoneClean.com. Are they Italian? Right. I'm just because of the, the the look. The, everything <laughs> that is. just matches the logo. NeutralZone. All right. <laughs> Coming again. So, shout out to NeutralZone CBD as well. All right. No matter if your aches and pains are coming from lifting weights at the gym, rolling on the mats, or just the daily grind of life, NeutralZone has a product for you. Find your NeutralZone by finding the best products for your pain, wellness, so you can continue your active lifestyle. That's Check right. them out at NeutralZoneCBD.com. Use code JJD for 25% off your order. That's the highest discount we're, we're over here, right here. We're in the CBD. And look, I, I put this here not to like put it in front of the camera. He uses it. I use it That's during his. the show. I used it before. Yeah. I didn't. We took a little break before. I didn't, I didn't you know. Um, for self-defense, he uses I, it. I usually don't put it on the middle of the show. I keep it here in case I'm like, uh, I've done it when like the guest is. I think we should. I think you shouldn't be so mysterious. <laughs> Listen, when the guest is talking, we know that the video is the guest talking. Yeah, it goes. It goes and to then them. that's when we pick our noses. Yes. Um, rub neutral zone on each other. Fix our junk. <laughs> Miguel takes his shirt off and I start rubbing <laughs> with CBD. And I actually use, look, it's almost, it's almost. <laughs> You're telling people to, for you listeners. I, I actually use this one. I love it. Um, I, I you know what I used last night. I used the bomb. Hey, Bo, send me that audio when he's shaking that thing. The bomb. Yeah. I used the bomb last night mm-hmm. on my neck. I told you I, I got some some back issues. Mm-hmm. I used the bomb on my the upper back yeah. and my neck. It was great. Don't want to get a. Still wake up in the morning and you like you still feel it. It's still there. Yeah. So, uh, neutralzonecbd.com code JJD for twenty five percent off. All right. All set. Let's get uh let's get Mike in here. Ready to do it. <laughs> let's get him. Let's do it. Hey, Mike, how you doing? How's it I'm going? I'm good. How What's are up? you guys? Good, cheers. man. Hey, cheers, 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 cheers. Hey, cheers. Hey. Nice, nice Shameless plug. Nice mug. Well, I'm drinking out of this <laughs> neutral zone. Only the best podcast. <laughs> Ooh, it make, look, look, it makes my drink taste even better. Yeah, right? Tell everybody that. Go yeah. jujitsu dummies.shop <laughs> to get your coffee mugs. 
Started oh, early something on about this that mug, baby. Yeah. You know what? You know I love that mug. Thank you, man. You, I, I see you post. I, you, I know you post a lot. I'm sharing your stories. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. How good is the hand? It's my, but it's my favorite mug. It's yeah. my favorite mug. Everybody likes look this. Look how well it's held up. Everybody uh, likes it. You can get all four fingers yeah. in there if you wanted to. He's got. He's got some. Oh, I, dude, I don't think I do that. I do yeah. like this weird yeah. support thing here. Yeah. It's it like is. I do this. You got. Yeah, it is. I don't it's, know why I do that. It's, a, it's my man. technique. Yeah. It's I a, guess so it doesn't tilt. I it's actually nice do the hole. same thing. I actually do the it's pinky. It's a nice big hole. I see it. I do this. I I'm do the same. I'm lobbying that uh, over the plate for somebody to give me a. That's what he said. <laughs> I do the or same. She. I do the same pinky brace. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the pinky on the brace small, on the small one. Yeah, I'll do it like this. I do it anyway. Any mug, I, I do the pinky brace like he does. Yeah. I was gonna say. You know, just without thinking. I don't think that I realized that I did that. Yeah, so it's kind of no. like you ever you ever doing a jujitsu technique, I and then all of a sudden, like you're teaching it. You ever teaching a technique, and then you're like, "Let me actually see what the, what I do when I'm rolling." And then you're rolling, and you're like, "Wow, that's totally different than when I'm teaching. Like I'm doing stuff differently." <laughs> yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. I, I hold my mug different than I recognize. I mean, that's what like I I we've talked about it a lot. Where I have lost like uh when I used to teach at white belt and blue belt when I helped my coach. Yeah. I feel like I was so much more technical, even at Brown Belt. Like I haven't coached for years other than helping out a training partner with something. And I see yeah. that when I do, I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm supposed to put my leg down. I don't do that. I'm, t I'm teaching it the right way, but I don't do it the right way. And I, that's how I catch right. it. So that's why I'm like such a, like I love to coach or like I should go back to coaching because I feel like it, you really work Just out do your it technical already. shit. I think you're batting a thousand at mentioning that. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, it's I it's that's my. What I'm saying, I'm supporting. other than learning jujitsu. It's like my favorite thing supporting. about jujitsu is get is like supporting. I, it's, it's actually like if I get somebody with the same move all the time, I always wind up being like, "Look, this is the counter, or this is how to get out of that." And then they get out of it, and I do the the, the next thing that I would normally do if they got yeah. out of it. And then they're like, "Dude, you just fucking showed me how to yeah. get out of this. Why are you choking me again?" I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't, For every level, there's another level. I don't want to one-up a black belt and a brown belt, but like when I'm teaching, my coach looks at me and usually shakes his head. Don't teach. Like this. And says, <laughs> stop. Like, just, no. just keep drilling. Please, stop. Please you're, don't do that. You're, you're not only a blue belt, but you're like a bad one. So. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> we know that's no. not true. My... My coach usually true. goes, hey, guys, save it for Facebook. Yeah. That, that's his reference. Save I, it for Facebook. You so, want to talk, save it for Facebook. Hey, you know what? I got a question because this has been happening to me sure. a lot. Like, uh, we've been having uh, – I think my coach is doing a great job at, at getting new recruits, you know, in in the yeah. in the gym. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, like, these white belts, he puts me uh, – I feel like he, he does a really good job of matching uh, people uh, with, with white belts that know how to – I mean, with whatever who you are to treat a new guy. And I feel like I'm yeah. in that bucket for some weird reason. Like he, like he knows you're uh, not going to be a, a, a dick, a dick to, to a new guy. That. And there's never really a lot of dicks. <laughs> but um, yeah. but but oh, my question is is like, so I'm I'm doing the drill. We're we're practicing entries into Ashigarami from Delahiva, and and the white belt was just like, like oh should I do this or this or like what do I do if you have my foot like in a straight foot lock like what's my defense and I'm and I know. The curriculum so like i know kind of like what he's going to teach next because that's like this the cycle that we're in right now and i go hey man just he's going to say that like two steps from now okay yeah like not that i don't know how to tell you but like it's not my place and like just focus on getting this right and that's a typical that's a typical white belt you know kind of mentality it's like wanting to know all the answers on the front end right like mm -hmm. 
And, and so what I tell people that jujitsu is a, it's a very deep rabbit hole, but we need this. We're here right now. We're going to get to there. We're going to get to there. Like all those questions that you have, we're going to get to every one of them. Like we have them all mapped out and figured out, but we got to be right here right now because yeah. getting to here, that's, dude, that's the, we got to go somewhere deep for that. Yeah. And we're not there right now. Like we need to master these steps first before we can even think about doing that. It's kind of like if you were learning how to do stand up, right? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be trying to figure out how you're going to set them up, how you're going to do all the combinations, you know, what everything's going to look like. You just need to learn the four basic punches first, right? The technique of it, understand that before you can start adding all the what if scenarios, what happens if this happens? What if yeah. that happens? Right. I thought you were going to yeah. talk about stand up comedy for some weird reason. And that's if you're almost, doing stand up comedy, no, but you were like how to set them up, how to yeah. take them. Down. I was like, why is he talking about stand up? <laughs> and I guess that's from my stand up comedy, right? Yeah, that'd be you good. Know, yeah, now you made me Miguel's question or uh, your observation about you being on the list of people that your coach puts you with. Like or, it feels that way. I don't know. With. It's not like, official. Yeah, but if you feel it, it's probably yeah. a real thing. I kind of feel like I used to be the mad enforcer at my old at my first school because I was like the first student. I was kind of the mad enforcer. If there was a guy, somebody being a dick, you know, it was I. I knew my job. You knew how to handle. Dicks. When I got to Felipe's, I. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Mike? <laughs> now what was that? What did you say? Go ahead. I, I, he's like, he would put me with the dicks, and I was like, oh, you knew how to handle dicks. Uh oh, no. Hey, thank of, you. A lot of dick talk today. <laughs> it's one of those so, days. So <laughs> when I got to Felipe's, he used to do the same thing. I was uh, the man enforcer. If somebody came in, yeah. he would always put me with. He'd make sure I was yeah. like with the new guy that was coming in to see like where that guy was at, mm -hmm. and it's mm. just not like that anymore. I'm. I'm. That's. I'm not even close is, to that anymore. How, is, how does that process old. go for a gym owner? You know, because like those are real positions, even though they're unofficial. Like, do you have like yeah, positions like, for guys or girls or whatever? I do and I don't. Like, you know, honestly, my wife is probably the enforcer in our school, yeah. which is actually perfect because I don't, I don't, she's willing to accept that responsibility and she loves it. And she's, you know, a 120 pound female. So she's the perfect enforcer, right? And the, the thing about her is that, it's like getting your ass kicked by a unicorn. Like, it's almost like mocking. She's so, she's like, you know, my wife, she, you know, I think she's beautiful, but she's a pretty girl. And, you know, <laughs> she'll joke and kind of, you know, poke fun at you as she's submitting. Oh, I got you in a triangle. Ha ha. <laughs> and y'all, you're going to tap now. That's right. And, you know what I mean? So she's like, she's perfect for it because it's so unsuspecting. You know, like, you know, I, for me, I wouldn't want my enforcer to be like a 250 pound person. Like, it's got to be to me somebody who like is small, you know, like a, you know, 120 pound female or somebody like that, that, you know, you're like, Oh God, there's no way this person can kick my ass. And you let jujitsu do the, you know, speaking for you. Right. Yeah. They're yeah. out there. Yeah. Those, those, those sneaky yes. little ninjas. Yeah. The, yes. Do you, are, we have a lot of, uh, at my school, we do open mats on Saturday and Sunday. So we definitely have a lot of people that come through that are just like mm. complete strangers and, and would come in. And during the week, he's pretty open to somebody. Usually, I think during the week, he's got to, you know, probably you're coming from a gym that he knows. Uh, he knows the yeah. coach and, like, that he knows you're coming. I don't think we really have a lot of people just coming to a to a, a training session on a on a Monday through yeah, Thursday. No, no, no man. Do you, do you have a lot of people? Do you have people that come through 
Or do you do open I get a lot of gym? Well, what I get is what I get more is I get a lot of people from out of town. Like people love Colorado, you know, mm-hmm. it's somewhere you'd go for vacation. You know, it's on most people's bucket list. So I get a lot of people that travel from out of town that, you know, maybe follow my BGJ after 40 community or somehow part of that, or they like the stuff that I put out or whatever it happens to be. So I get a lot of that where people mm-hmm. will come and stay for a few days and train or pop in that kind of thing. And it's, it's never, ever anything negative. It's always been like something positive and people are really cool. Yeah. And it's usually kind of guys like our age, guys like in their 40s and 50s or girls yeah. that, you know, are sort of interested in it. So I don't really get a lot of like any of the hostility. Like, you know, back in the early days, you used to get more of that. You know, I started jujitsu in 1996. And so when I feel like in those days, you definitely got people that came in that were kind of dicks, you yeah. know, and looking for like, you know, Dojo who does jujitsu even work and that, yeah. Kind of, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that, I, I mean, again, just like following you online and, and having spoken yeah. to you now for, you know, on the yeah. podcast for the second time, like, I think you would kind of know, like if I show up at, uh, at Mike's gym, I, you know, I'm not going to be the fucking dickhead aggressive guy. Like you have such a kind of yeah. like, you know, chill demeanor. You know, not you know, I'm not saying that like the jujitsu yeah. isn't incredible, but you have such a calm demeanor that you know somebody that would come in would like automatically be so out of place if they just got aggressive with everybody. Yeah, you know? and especially in the, in the type of environment that we teach in, um, we teach more from a holistic perspective. So everybody in our school is super cool. You know, we roll hard, we train hard, just like everybody else. Um, but we're always you know, like everybody's super cool with each other. Like, it's just, you know, the, I think it's the culture, right? Don't yeah. you? Like it's the culture of the gym, how people treat each other. Um, I don't think that a person like that would probably feel comfortable in high school. Yeah. I, it just I think, wouldn't be their vibe. You know, it's just not the vibe. I mean, I, I told the story about a guy that came in and, um, when I, in Nogi, I always used to have a t-shirt on, like I'd had wear a rash guard, but I yeah. had a t-shirt on. It was, you know, big dude, I don't right. like the skinny guys, ripped guys in their rash guard. So in my own head, I sure. just wore a t-shirt over it. I don't want my... Is the equivalent you know, of fat kid at the pool? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. I absolutely, gotcha. absolutely. I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't like to wear a just a rash guard. I feel that. And no. I had a, guy, a stranger come in and we were supposed to, we were flow roll. Like, like first, first roll flow. They put yeah. me with him, you know, and he just went fucking crazy. <laughs> and I just like looked mm-hmm. over at Sophia the, you know, there's a husband and wife team. I looked at Sophia and I'm like, what, you know, like, am I going to go? Like, I, I looked at her like, what do I do? Like, am I going to go ham on this guy? Or did, and I told, and I was like, yeah. I, I, like he went crazy. He didn't submit me, but I like tapped. I said, Hey, stop. I go, do you know how to flow? And he just didn't answer me. And then was just like, wanted to go again, went hard. And then I just kind of rolled over and I was like on the mat looking at Sophia again, like, what, you know, do I go fucking nuts on this guy? Cause yeah, I'm trying not yeah. to be a dick. Always. And he, pulled up my shirt from behind it was i was oh, no. like sweaty at that point <laughs> and he goes to like choke me with the shirt what the fuck exactly i was just like this is the Dude. craziest thing that's ever happened i think i don't know if I, I took off the shirt i forget if i took off the shirt or not but then we like finished rolling and he was just a complete dick and then oh, uh, uh uh who's our fucking uh adolfo adolfo okay. was there and i was just like like i went yeah. to him like hey my like Adolfo, big brother. Yeah, on yeah. a Saturday is our mat enforcer. He doesn't train it. He used to be a coach at our school and comes to our open mats. And I gave him like the nod. Well, his dad and the guy gave a, gave him a hard time. He was like he was like totally like you could tell he was like a tenth planet guy, just going after yeah. legs all over the place. Yeah. And Adolfo was like a fucking you know fight sports black belt. 
Um, you wow. know, so he was, he's no slouch by any means, you know, straight up under well, he's cyborg. A, he's an athlete yeah. too. He can, he's but an active competitor. A, a, I was going to say too, you know, we used to be a fight sports location. So when people came down to Florida, I think yeah. they assumed that every fight sports location was like Miami HQ. You know, those right. guys are like, like the, comp- like the pro. Like you're going to throw down. Yeah. yeah like we're yeah. like, you know, our adults class like- is mostly hobbyists. You know, we do yeah. have, we, you know, we still to this day, even though they changed their name that, you know, unaffiliated with fight sports. Now we still have plenty of fight sports, you know, like coaches and other, you know, our coaches still friends with them. Still, they come in. So, um, you know, it's again, we were a fight sports location. So I think people would think like, I'm going into the lion's den here. And meanwhile, I was like, no, not, no, we're not like the, Miami fight sports, you know? So, I mean, did you kind of yeah, feel that? Like there was a certain, like the fight sports name. Yeah. It, it had know? a, it had a, it had a thing to it, you know, sure, certain, yeah. I guess, connotation, right? I was Go like, hard. Oh, fight sports. Like, you know, I mean, our coach trained with cyborg yeah. like, during the week. He went down to Miami trained and came back and, and coached class. So I think that was kind of like that. When yeah, people yeah, came yeah. in thinking like, okay, I'm about to go in here and roll hard. So You're going to throw down in here. Yeah. And you know, it's, yeah. Funny, it's funny. You have to have like, so I do at least like you have to have your one or two moves for like dickheads. Yeah. Right. Like my, my move is I'll grab a, a pull guard. I'll grab both their lapels and a big toe choke them. I take my big toe and I stick it right in their, in, in their karate <laughs> or in their, uh, their trachea. Yeah. And I make them tap. So they have to look me in the face and yeah. tap to my big toe. That's always a fun so one. So what are you, you're pulling them into the, your guard? Yeah. So and just, pull them down, and pull just, them down, stick your, stick okay. your toe right in there. You know, pulling. you know what yeah. you should call that? You should they call will it. love you for that. You should call that move the Toto Plata. <laughs> That's totally awesome. It's like a go-go Plata, but you just, just shove your big toe in there. No, Toto to, Plata. In my first gym, we used to, uh, I don't know if it's, did we grab, I think we grabbed both arms and then we threw the leg around the outside arm. TP and choke? Then, uh-huh. And then the the blade of the foot on like the small yeah, toe yeah, side, yeah. right? The blade of the foot into, uh-huh. the, into uh-huh. the throat. Yeah, that was like one of our little. We would call that a dick move. That would definitely calm somebody down. Yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's mine. Like, that's my jam, foot. dude." Yeah, and I'll you know, it's, just, it's so fun because you get to look them right in the eye while you're doing it. Yeah, so. I do. Which do you got to awesome. go to like that when you want to slow <laughs> yeah. somebody down? When I want to, yeah, I get on, I get on top, and then I get inside control, and I'm really good at putting shoulder pressure into your chin. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Shoulder <laughs> like, justice, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. I. Mine That's always is, fun. Yeah. While I hold on, and sometimes I'll make sure to like when I if there's it's ghee, I'll grab the ghee, but I make sure to grab some skin while I'm at it. <laughs> Ooh, you, you pull it out. Dirty, I like it. Yeah, dirty. I got I had a white belt do that to me yesterday. We were doing uh like grips or whatever to get into Ashi yeah. and yeah and in the ghee and. Every time he would just grab, because he he only knew pistol grip. He didn't know about like you know you roll your fingers into the geese. Right. So he yeah. would he would like pistol grip like my ankle and grab like like the hairs uh, and yeah. yank them out. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that dude. I love when a white belt just grabs your like inside of your thigh and rips the hair yeah. with your gi, and you're just like, oh, dude, if what is happening? If somebody does that to me all the time, I definitely do it. I I wind it's, up trying to do it back to, so they understand. It's so funny how used yeah. used to it you get though. Like it mm-hmm. just it, at first it was like what the fuck, yeah. and now it's just like again, yeah. you know, like yeah, <laughs> you're like ah. We, we have, out of your you, know, you know who we have in our gym that that does that. I said his name once. I don't, know. I don't remember. Alan. Oh, <laughs> Alan, super nice guy. 
But when he grabs you, it's he grabs yeah. the ghee and as much skin as possible. Everything. Or whatever. <laughs> I, and now I just like I just make sure that he doesn't, you know. <laughs> I'm fighting the grips quickly, like stopping him right away. Yeah, he's a small guy, so I, I mean, you know, he but that, can do it if, if I don't want him to. That's an interesting perspective. That, like, yeah, I guess you do internally just kind of make up your own. Oh, you're gonna behave this way. But at what point is it like? Does it turn into jujitsu? Like, like because yeah. sometimes you have people that you bang with all the time, but you do it not even in a cordial manner, but you just had like have this unspoken agreement that like, yo, when we roll. And you don't say like not today, it we go hard. Like we always have that person. Yeah. Do you think you that's, know you think that's, that's built over time or I think it is because you know, my my role like that is is my wife. You know, she's a black belt. And we've been I've rolled with her, I've promoted her to all of her belts. She it took her um almost 20 years to get her black belt. That was through, <laughs> you know, four births. You know what I mean? She's trained all. Were you the laughing like days. he held her back? <laughs> yeah. He thought he's like yeah, he laughed I like, was like you, were you ain't getting back. promoted, girl. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, but then he goes all, like, four births. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, no, that yeah. now it makes four sense. Kiddos, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Four though. kiddos. So. Yeah, that'll slow. But she, down. but you know, she, but so my point is that like I rolled with her as a white belt. I've rolled with her as a blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt, and I was you know all those stages. I was a brown belt or a black belt. It wasn't like I was a blue belt. You know what I mean? So it was like me brown belt rolling with a blue belt you know or a white belt and i there was for a long time i could kick my wife's ass like it, you know she was smaller than me i knew a lot more jujitsu than her so i would you know try to stay within her reality and not you know never try to hurt her or be mean about it but you know make it what it, same thing i tell my students make it challenging but not impossible right like if you're an, a higher belt or you're a lot bigger whatever make it challenging for them but not impossible for them don't make you know don't break their soul so for her though like forever i could kick her ass and then eventually like i couldn't kick her ass anymore and now when we throw down we throw down like we roll pretty hard like i think it scares people sometimes <laughs> but you know but that's how, you know we have but we have that kind of unspoken agreement we don't really say it we just roll that way yeah um with other people like i always like i have a purple belt that i roll with he's in most of my videos his name's jeremy he's awesome he's one of my best students uh, he's getting really tough for me he's about to come up on brown belt and Shut with up. him, I always have to remind him, dude, we will get to here, but we got to start here, bro. Like, I don't want to start up here. Like, I don't want to start at 100 miles an hour. I want to, yeah. I know we will get there, but we got to start down here. We got to work our way up that ladder together, like, not in some crazy way from the beginning, because it's, it's just not sustainable, like, in the present moment or long term for your jiu jitsu, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what yeah. we were, talking, what we about were talking about. I was before, say before we go there, though, I was going to say my, I love the lockdown to electric chair. Is yeah, my it's it's my slow somebody down move. It's like yeah. okay, if you're, gonna go, if you're gonna go ham, I'm gonna put you in a lockdown. I'm gonna have you, you know, I'm gonna put your your leg over my shoulder. And my coach calls getting, it the peepee splitter. I'm gonna, you know, getting a lockdown in my gym that, is dangerous. I'm gonna look you in the face and do it really slow. And they think they're flexible until you get to a point where they're like, oh, like they're feeling it and they're nuts. Yeah. And um, I love that, that dude. That's my that's my slow somebody down move. Oh, for sure. That's my like. Okay, I want you to know that I could do this to you probably whenever I again if it's a lower belt, you know. Yeah, I could probably yeah. do this to you anytime I want. So let's slow it down and let's let's do some jujitsu, not do the ha. You know, yeah, like is that like, that's the question that I was asking? Like, what makes you the the like the person that gets to say like this isn't the jujitsu that I want to do? Like, I think everybody. Because, ha I think every single person that trains jujitsu is allowed to say that. Right. I think that you're, whether you're a white belt or you're a black belt, you get to tell your partner, hey, look. 
I want to roll like this right now. I don't yeah. want to go crazy. Hey, let's flow. Hey, I can agree. we start from this yeah. position? Yeah. Can we do that? I think everybody should have a voice. I don't think everybody realizes so, that they're, they're allowed to have that voice when they start. So does so does the person who wants to go slower always supersede the person that doesn't? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of answer this first by saying I heard somebody the other day say I don't know it was like probably a post or social media it's like stop trying to win practice yeah I've heard yeah. that right yeah stop trying to win practice yeah. you're not here to you yes I know like some people come for stress relief for stress relief and they'll come in and they need to get out the aggression and then they go home. And then you see them in two days and then they do that again. But that doesn't mean you have to roll with them. It doesn't mean that that's okay for you. Mm -hmm. You could tell them. I tell certain guys, I'm like, I go, I said this to, was it Tom? I think I said this to, I think it was Tom. I said. Bearded Tom. Yeah. Well, he shaved it all off. He's completely bald now. Uh, Is he? Yeah. Wow. I said, I just looked at him. I go, ADCC or are we going to flow? And he just smiled and yeah. laughed, and then he didn't really answer me, and then we rolled because he goes freaking ham. You know, he's a fight sports yeah. guy too. He's got he's got one speed from yeah. from Cyborg down right. He's yeah, he's got one speed. It's like it's like go hard. <laughs> he's a fucking so, and, he, and I'm a guard puller, so it's just like you know, I'm like he's a judo black belt, you know, a brown yeah. belt in jujitsu, judo black belt, and it's just like okay, go ahead, go ham. Um, and and like again, I'll pull guard, and then I'll you know I'll play from the bottom and. I can't catch him in the lockdown as much as I used to. But, uh, um, once you get experience, guys, it's pretty hard to maintain yeah. a lockdown unless you have a really good lockdown and lockdown recovery game. Yeah. Yeah. I get, you know, my coach teaches a lockdown so much that everybody kind of knows the yeah, defense. But I, I think I've gotten to a point now where if you don't have like a Felipe or like a your level lockdown, it's that shit ain't holding me back. Yeah. Thank you to Feito IT and AV. Specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too. At My Neutral Zone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. 
They created Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you Neutral Zone Clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. Well, anyway, we, so, yeah, I'm sorry. So, so, so what I was saying, so we were right, talking like, about this who's, before we got we got yeah. on. No, no, I want to go oh, back. Uh-huh. I okay. don't want to leave this subject. Yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, okay, but like, so are you saying now that both people are right? So like, the guy that wants to go ADCC, he's right, but he should always he go with should, somebody else that wants to go exactly, ADCC. But you like, shouldn't. Yeah. But, okay. You should be able. You should be. I, I'm. T- I'm saying this right now. I, you know, if you're at a competition school, you're at a competition yeah. school. But there are probably more hobbyist schools than there mm-hmm. are like aggressive competition schools, you should be able to go to go into your class or you should be in a gym where you could be like, listen, no, I don't want to train. If I, I've got to go to work in the morning. I've got a family to feed. Yeah. I'm running a business. I'm trying to yeah. build something. Yeah. I don't need to go. I'm even now. I said, I came in, I got like back problem, a headache all week. I haven't been yeah. able to train just this week. I don't need that. That was my fault. I overtrained, but I shouldn't have to go to jujitsu thinking, fuck, am I going to get hurt? today and what's going to happen to me wow. tomorrow especially if you have like a physical labor type of job and then you can't do that job this isn't like we well, didn't nobody, sign nobody yeah, yeah we didn't sign no. up to i was i'm playing more devil's no, no, advocate I get it. absolutely because 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 like i think if you want to be that guy who's got one speed and and goes ham all the time like yeah. i don't think it's wrong for you to be that guy i think maybe it just comes down to finding that culture i didn't sign off on like and, and hey, I, everybody gets too. to beat me yeah. up anybody that wants to really take it to me and potentially hurt me I, i'm signing off that they could do it now i i didn't always have i'm gonna be 50 years old this year yeah. i'm not gonna i i know my limitations and i know what happens with i've gotten hurt with those people yeah. when yeah. they've gone hard so i think if you want to train hard and you or you're going to do a competition you absolutely should be Working with somebody, your coach should know your training, yeah. and your coach should be putting you with other people that are going to do that competition or that are in that you same re- mindset. You can't put you can't put a guy that's going to train competition with an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you can't put like a like an Adolfo's going. I'm not saying Adolfo does this, but like he's an Adolfo, yeah. and and he's going to do whatever you know some IBGJF competition on the weekend or next week, yeah. and put him with. A, an Allen like yeah. that with Allen, you're gonna fucking you know yeah. he's no. he's gonna get hurt. Are you so, conscious of that? Like, do you? I mean, do you, you have to have competitors? I'm sure in your school. And so we, you know, we're not like a big competition school. Like we have a few people that compete. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not big. I mean, I competed years ago, you know, and but I, I'm not like a big competition school. Most of my students are honestly like anywhere from like you know we have a lot of kids that we teach, tons of kids. 
Um, and then we have like, you know, 30 year old plus pretty much. Mm -hmm. And so, and I always too, like, you know, I love what you guys were saying, but I look at myself as I am not. And I remind my students, I am not the thing that you need to get past. I am not it. I, my goal for you is not for you to be better than me. What do, what do I have to do with that equation? Like, I am not the thing. My goal for you is to be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be, right? I always think like, you know, Phil Jackson did not meet Michael Jordan before every practice, play a quick game of one-on-one -on -one just to make sure that Phil is still a good enough coach, right? To teach him, right? Like, it's not like that. Like the coach is not the thing to get past. You know, when I was a younger practitioner, I probably put myself in that position a lot because of my own ego. And I think as I get older, I just, you know, I, I, my body can't take that. My wife reminds me and, and our students too, that like, I am in a sense, the most important person in the school because I can't get hurt. Like you can, we can't have professor Mike get hurt because professor, professor Mike gets hurt. Then who teaches classes, right? Like who's going to be in here to share with us? Like, so I always remind everybody, like, I'm not the thing to get past. Yeah. You know? and, and again, it's, it's really, what well are you there it. for? Are you in the right school? Yeah. If, yeah. you know, I, I love my school. Yeah. We're starting to have more competition adults. Mm -hmm. We didn't. I've been there six, seven years. The ladies program. The like ladies they, program is off the fucking hook. They've nice. went to Vegas, got a couple of gold medals. A like, lot of gold medals. Right a lot on. of gold medals. Right like, you know, they're, they're training under Sophia Amarante. Who she, she's a multiple she, she time world champion. She just got IBJJ. gold. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's amazing. Now, mm -hmm. okay, Felipe. Felipe's not a big competition guy. He's got amazing jujitsu. He can program. hang with all of those fucking guys at at fight yeah. sports um, when he when he trained. But you know he's got a lower back problem. He can't. He's not gonna. You know do he he's done two three fight to wins one. He's amazing. He's a he's uh, but, undefeated. But it's not the same. Like it's not. You know he's not trying to pump out adult male yeah. competitors, it's not, right? It's not ALG. He is, he is pumping out kid competitors. kid competitors that are off the fucking hook. Yeah. Those kids, like, it's everybody. It's just like, pull guard, fucking guard, on bar. Yeah. It's like, it, it's like every, every when they put the highlights like, out, it's like, the same pull movement. guard, on bar, pull guard, on bar, pull guard. Like, these wow. kids are just winning, winning. That's his jujitsu, though. Gets you in his nice. guard. They can't do the lockdown yet, right? Right. Can't they do the can. Lockdown. Yeah. They do a lockdown. No, they can't. They, I, I, you can't do the lockdown. As a kid, you yeah, no, you I can't. You can't guillotine. I know that much. There, he you was saying. He told me that like you can't. You, I, I don't think you can lock the leg down like that from the bottom. Yeah, that sounds. Kind I, of, I'm, uh, he he said something about it the, the other day. He was like, oh, you, can't, sounds, go, you can't do that in the in, in competition. Sounds sus. I could kind of yeah. see that though because I've seen a few injuries from lockdown before. Yeah. I've seen somebody blow if, out their ACL if you, lockdown. You, if you have somebody yeah. in lockdown and they turn the wrong way. You're not doing anything it's but just holding one. them and it, it could blow out their yeah. knee. Yeah, because your knee is stabilized Somebody check your that body or hip twist. Somebody comment yeah. or check that for us. We'll, yeah, we'll, we don't know. We'll see it in yeah, the comments. That's a good question. Um, but he, yeah, he just question. told me that the other day, and I went like this. I'm like, I've been doing this to everybody. You've taught me this. This is your game. Yeah. He's like, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it in oh, IBJJ. Oh, no. So I'm like, Ew. well, but the thing is, I'm not competing, so I'm doing I, it there. As a kid. And I know that, like, I I know to let go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As, as, as a kid, yeah. Well, I, no, I've he done was it as an adult. Note. He was saying it as an adult. There's video proof of me yeah, doing it. Yeah, but IBJJF? Uh, yes, IBJJF. Okay. All right. We'll find out. Let me, let me, I'll clarify with him and, and get, and get a better answer. world's masters like yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I forget where we're going with that. So that's my move, but. 
We were talking you know, about not necessarily being right or wrong on what yeah. style or what intensity you want to go at. Yeah. It's more about finding the culture that fits the intensity that you want to go at. Well, yeah. I mean, again, I you know, if you tell if somebody, I go, if down. I fly out to Colorado, I yeah. I know what kind of jujitsu I'm probably going to be doing. I'm not yeah. coming in there. You know, if I did a lockdown on anybody, I'm doing a very gentle lockdown. Yeah. I'm oh, not no, going to fucking, it, like, wrench the... Dude, the, I locked down everybody. I love lockdown. It's, it, uh, again, for me, it became something like, uh, you know, I had blown out my knee. As a matter of fact, in kind of that transition, I I got my knee, my, my I, I wound up tearing my ACL and MCL. Oh. But when I came back, I started pulling guard a ton and getting people in there so that I can control the situation so that nobody was getting super aggressive and, and putting pressure on my, on my knee. So I just get kind of people there and, and play around with it. And then I just like, Oh, I fell in love with it. So then I just started doing it all the time. Yeah. But it's a, it's a great control position for somebody that's when somebody's going crazy, it's like, okay, I'm going to, let me yeah, slows it down. It's great. Yeah. It's a, and it's a good guard and I, way to you know, slow things you, down. Yeah. So. I use it as kicking I use the it. leg and, and they just don't know what to do. I do recovery either, either to recover my guard Mm-hmm. I use lockdown to recover my guard mainly now or get straight into dogfight. Yeah. I think dogfight right now is is the bee's knees. There's a great transition from there. Like if you the don't have to knees. lock down. Yeah. You've got like the outside leg over. You don't have to lock down, but then you grab that leg. You know, yeah. Kind of if you get into lockdown, you go double inside. And then you, you sweep. Could, yeah. You're talking about the reach on reach no, no, in front of the. No, no. You don't do that. You just give, if you grab the leg, I mean, yeah. then you could just sweep. It's just a good, just regular what, sweeping position. on the opposite side? Yeah. yeah you, oh, just, yeah. you can just mm-hmm. sweep. It's, it's, it's a real, yeah. they kind of have to go. Like the leg, your leg is kind of like this yeah. way. And you're you kind of like, well, I guess I got, I guess I'm going this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're um, supposed to keep it hooked until you land in pseudo side control. But he, he's doing it without the hook at all, though. He's doing, he's been teaching it like not even getting the lockdown. Just windshield wiper inside mm-hmm. and then just grab that leg, bring it to your butt. Love it. And just, and, and just a sweep. So yeah, we're doing a lot of that. So less of you're the You're giving lockdown. away a lot of secrets. Uh-oh. People have to. Uh-oh. They have to kind of know. The but again, a secret. Hey, listen. I, I I told you when I'm when I'm doing. Uh, whenever I get somebody in lockdown multiple times. Yeah. Once they stop, you know, going. If if it's not a situation where I'm doing it because they're going crazy. Yeah. I always teach them how to get out of it because I don't want to just be able to do this thing. Like, okay, look, I'm doing it to you because it's a big move in our gym. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how to get out of it now. These are the two ways that you can get out of it, and. Then I use they get out of it, and then I, you know, and then it's like mm-hmm. you sweep them or do something else to them, and they're like, "But you just right. told me how to get out of it." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, again, for every level is another level, right?" Okay, now we're gonna, you're gonna learn the next thing. I'm still waiting yeah. to get trolled. There's so as many as far as what for what? like there's so many there's so many jack dudes. Like I still have like this mental complex. I think uh, there's so many dudes that come to my gym that are like just like like good looking in the sense of just like body composition. They look the part. Yeah. That I always think I'm just like looking at them because I think they're like, like, and I think my coach is definitely capable of throwing in like a brown belt, like seasoned brown belt in a white belt, just that's from out of town. That's his oh, buddy to trick everybody. Yeah, oh, I'm, I, I'm always, I'm always secretly scared something like that's gonna You're like, happen. Mm, let me look at his ears. Look at his ears, quick. <laughs> you know, I love, I love what, and I, and I'm trying to live. I actually just reposted it. It was an old clip of. Brendan McCatherine on the show from 10th Planet, Decatur, mm-hmm. right, in Alabama. Um, he said, we talked about, like, aggressive training partners. And the clip says, I want to, I don't only want to submit you, like, I want to do it, gen- like, I forget how he says it, but basically want to gently submit you. Yes. Like, right? Yeah. So you I'm understand not only going to let you go ham, but I'm going to submit you 
in like the most gentle way possible and truly mm-hmm. show you what jujitsu is. And I love that clip. I posted it a couple of times because I, I, I love that. And I kind of feel like that's where I am at my life. I'm not saying that I'm the best guy in my gym. I'm not saying that what I'm saying. I just, I am, tr- when I have guys going ham, like, you know, that big dude that, that, that we talked about that lost mm-hmm. a lot of weight. He's still going freaking ham. He's a white belt going like, but yeah, like, like attacking you. He was like 300 pounds when he started. And now he's like in like the mid twos and he's still coming at you super good. I mean, you know, 250, 225 is still a big dude and he's still going freaking crazy. And I'm like, the stereotype I'm is like, real. I gotta like, he's like a guy that I always get into the, like, I gotta get him in the lockdown. If I, if I'm going to pull guard on him, which I don't always, but even if like I attack, he's just going so freaking crazy. It's a lot of weight to have to move around mm-hmm. regardless of belt level. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's. Dixon has a, has a great saying that uh, to submit someone is not enough. And I love that to submit someone is not enough. So what else is there? Right? Like, well, am I doing it like clean? Am I doing it with precision? Am I doing it with the least amount of effort? Am I doing it with the least amount of strength and speed? Is it clean? Does it feel good? Did I do it so they don't even get hurt so they can just tap right out, right? Like I, I love that to submit someone is not enough, right? And it's not like, especially at brown belt and black belt level, like it needs to be, you know, beautiful. Clean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, I mean, the well, gentle art. I like what you said, gentle. Right, the gentle art. Isn't that the? Isn't that what we call it? Yeah. Was there? Do you feel like you said before? Like you didn't know. You weren't always like that. Was there a belt or like a point that you can kind of maybe put your finger on a little bit, where you like? Yeah, I feel you like well, you know, and my, you realize that like. Well, yeah, because my situation's weird because I was a brown belt for thirteen years. So, you know, there being a brown belt for that long, it's like, it's not the normal, like, you know, when I was a brown belt, it felt this certain way. Well, I was a brown belt for a decade and a little bit more. So remind, you know, us, brown why? Belt for remind me. us why I know you, I think we talked about so it. So I, episode. right now it's okay. So I started in 1996, started in the early nine, mid nineties, um, got my purple belt in 1999, got my brown belt in 2001, got my black belt in 2014. <laughs> People always say, you know, did you train the entire time? Yep. I trained the entire time. You know, some of it was, you know, just the moving and relocating and sort of the, not politics of that, but it's, you know, it's like every time you start with a new instructor, it's like literally like a relationship, you know, and a marriage and all of that. So I, I'd done that a bunch of times and, and just through like depression in my life and going through just obstacles in my own life that all, you know, slowed me down. So for me, Brown Belt was a long, different kind of journey than probably most people. I saw people that got, that started as white belts when I was a brown belt in 2001 that got their black belt before I even got my black belt. Yeah. So I had that definitely that weird, uh, different perspective for, you know, the belts and probably a lot of people. Do you mind talking about your depression? Do you, do you, I, I'm not sure how open you sure. are uh, no. talking about it. No, totally. Yeah. No, I post stuff about this, you know, yeah. frequently, you know, um, you know, I've, I've str- you know, struggled with it, but I've had moments of struggle with depression my whole life. Depression is a weird thing because when people say they're depressed, a lot of times people go, well, come on, dude, you're fine. Like, look at your life. Snap you're fine. out like, of it, right? Yeah, dude, come, come on. on. You know, and I'm like, you know, I grew up in New York. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, like, no one talked about that stuff. Like, when we were kids, you know what I mean? I grew up in the 70s and 80s. No one, like, no one was depressed back then or no one talked about it, you know? So... I've always, you know, I just always had those kind of highs and lows with, you know, with depression and, you know, when the lows are really low, they can be really low and the highs can be really high sometimes. So, um, so for me, it's been about like, if it was like this, 
taking that 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 curve and pulling it this way a little yeah. bit, right? Yeah. And trying yeah. to make those ripples a little bit less. Um, for me, jujitsu has been like life changing in that manner. Like really, like embracing my jujitsu and my path is like for me my my medicine. Like it's jujitsu therapy. Like how many times have you gone in? to your academy or gone to train and you had a shitty day or you feel like crap or just things weren't going right or you're having a rough day and you roll and then afterwards how do you feel amazing yesterday every time Literally right yesterday. isn't it crazy it's yeah. kind of fucked up when you yeah. think about it right yeah. it's really My- kind of weird like it's like a freaking drug in that way like mm-hmm. it's like you get your hit and you feel good now like yeah. and it's like it just does that for us and i think I got- for me it's the Go ahead. I was gonna say I got a I got a double whammy yesterday because like I came home and I was just kind of like ugh like I love my job but it was just like one of those days like where nothing went right you know yeah and uh, no matter what you did proactively and so like I came home and and wife was like what's up and I was like yeah today was just you know just shit like not not in terms of like work but just in terms of like the things that it's happened a rough day hard day yeah 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 and and uh, so. She's like, uh, yeah, go to jujitsu. It'll make you feel better. And I was still kind of like, I'm going to go, but, hmm, you know, <laughs> and then I went and man, I was just like in my car, smiling on the way home, listening to what Crazy. I wanted to listen to. Yeah. And I got home and I was like, you were right. And then that like, you know, anytime you say that to your wife, bro, it's like, like bringing home flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so said yeah. that, and you know, it was, it was like a really good night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, and I think a lot of it is you, you get a break from it for a second, you get a break from your thoughts, you get a break from, you know, like when you're when you're depressed, a lot of times people that go through depression, you sort of get like, trapped in this weird little ecosystem, right? Like you're trapped in this little world now of depression, like you feel depressed, and everything's kind of dark around you. And sometimes if you can just get out of that for a moment, and get somewhere else, like getting to jujitsu, like, you know, even if you're just not feeling, you're feeling like shit, dragging your bag in school, not saying a word to anybody, maybe, right? And just let jujitsu speak for you. I had a student recently came in for a private lesson and he was like super depressed when he came in. And in my head, I was like trying to prepare all these words and things I was going to say to him now, like to make him feel better. And you know what I did? I just like, I shut the fuck up for a minute and I said, Hey, dude, just get your gear and let's roll. Let's just roll. Let's just roll for a little while. And we just rolled for like 45 minutes and no one said a word. And then afterwards, he was like a completely different person. And it was like, jujitsu was better than my words, right? Like right. the art of jujitsu could do way more than Mike and his words in that moment. And it was like, it was such a great reminder for me of like, sometimes just let jujitsu be the medicine. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've said this on the show. I, I haven't said it to my wife in a really long time, but I know I've talked about saying this. I would tell my wife, if you want to argue with me or you want to basically get your way in a situation, <laughs> you do like that. get me when I come home from jujitsu. <laughs> like, yeah, don't get, get me. Like, she leaves, her, she leaves her work and then sends me like <laughs> a, a, a message. After I take a fucking shit, you know, yeah. then, then you can talk to <laughs> me. She, she'll leave the house in the morning and send me a message, maybe something about like, you know, something she's bothered by or. Like, hey, we need to talk about this later. And, I'm, and I, I tell yeah. her, I'm like, number one, I don't know why you got in the car and sent me a message. You know, we're like live in the same house and sleep next to each other. You could have <laughs> said something to me. But she's comfortable, like kind of like, I guess she feels a little, you know, she's like, I don't want to say it to you in the morning. She sends it to me. But I tell her, 
Bro. Get me after jujitsu. Like, bring it up after jujitsu. I am jello. It is like that, those few minutes, what do they say? The like the most high. honest yeah. moments for a man <laughs> are like those few minutes after an orgasm. Um, post like, clarity. Like, there's just like, like you're, you're, you're gonna practically be, a girl at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be the most honest in that moment. You're not even like, a guy anymore, dude. All the testosterone isn't in control anymore, yeah. dude. Testosterone is dangerous. You're just an entity at that point. Isn't jujitsu like that as well, though, right? Like, yeah. you come home after some really good rolling or hard training. Like, uh, yeah. It's not even that. Sometimes it, the people that you the see. Whole, it puts work, life, family. It puts things into perspective. Yeah. I mean, I, tr I try to do that myself during the day. Like, clients getting me, like, a, a no well, not annoyed, but, like, is being uh, very needy or or just something's not going right, and you got to kind of like let me take a step back. Yeah. For me, jujitsu yeah. is that step back for everything all back. at once. It's family, life, wife, relationship. Like, who come back and like you know you just got yeah. choked and you're like, okay, yeah, like nothing can be worse than like this, like almost like literally, right? We're killing. We're you know, you know, you know what else it's, does it? It's simulating murder and breaking of le of, of, of joints. <laughs> How and, about? How about this guy? Like, I'm not that guy. I kind of play around a little bit, but like the before class clown guy that like you're stretching and he walks up behind you and tries to choke you, or like, <laughs> like that, I mean, that's flow. I, mean, I know, but like, we I mean, only but, have one of those. Think, that's flow, and everybody. Think about the mentality. Down but just think about the mentality this person has. Like, I really don't know any of these people. I don't know how they're feeling. All I know is that they're here and they love it when I fuck with them. Yeah. And they do it consistently, and I'm never mad. I never take it the bad way. Like they go to shake my hand and then try to foot sweep me or something. And like, I'm just like, now you're talking about the community of jujitsu that the I community know, but, that, that we get. No, in a but, good way. But I'm just saying, think uh, about that yeah. individual as there, that individual exists. I think in every gym. <laughs> but just just think about the mentality you have to have to be like, it, you know, if I say hi to you, I'm gonna mess with you somehow. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And that's what they do. They're just like, maybe that's the, how they're like the guy that goes hard, the ADCC yeah. guy, that guy yeah. has to do the prank thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah, but that, it's that part of the camaraderie. Yeah. So I think it's it, part of the camaraderie. The, People that, just, you know, like it gets me happy. It's kind of funny thing. Cause think about it. Like where else in life you come across such a wide spectrum of people from all, you know, you know, you got people that, you know, every job that you can imagine, mm -hmm. But we're all pretty much like equal in there. We're all just wearing these uniforms. No, there's no like symbols or anything, right? No, we're kind of all stripped down to no, the basic no status. Level. There's no status symbol. No, when none of that, had, right? When we had pure, so on. dude's gonna come up and choke some other dude, and you know yeah. what I mean, and be like, fuck, you know. And it's it's almost I could almost equate it to uh, I used to uh, train for triathlons sarcastically, and uh, <laughs> and so I would go with these pelotons. Do you mean ironically or? It's kind of like, both, I, bro. I just I don't like the community. Uh, and and I I got, I got I got I got fat, and then I had a job at a time where like the bosses would run triathlons or whatever you want to call that, do triathlons, and and um, it's like a very high pace, like high level, and it's an expensive sport. And um, so I was fat, and I was in Vegas, and he was like, "You're fat." And I was like, you call me Jesus. fat all you, I got the Mickey, wow. Man I got the Mickey Mantle gene, bro. Like you, you, you dare me to do something. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Do it yeah. yeah. I'm good. Like I'm, don't let it fool you. You know, he's like, you can't run a, a half, uh, a half Ironman. And I was like, when is it? He's like October. I was like, deal. And I, I mean like that night 
like in Vegas, like I started training. I, like, I do know that about you. If I yeah. tell you you can't do something, you're probably going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know. If I want to get you to do something, no, I probably no, no, need no, no. to tell you you can't do it. I was about to say that. You're not, you're not going to, you're, you're not, I'm not going to be your huckleberry. not going to be manipulated. I'm, no, I'm not going to be your huckleberry, you yeah. know. Uh, but I will, I will be like, all right, you know, like you don't know. But anyways, yeah. um, you would see this in the cycling community. You would have like the guy in like the brand new Cerevelo or Bianchi, like flashiest gear, SRAM, like Bluetooth gear changers and all that. And then you just see this like, you know, 45, 55 year old dude in like some Venezuela and then like his bike is like, it's a good bike, you know what I mean? But he's got, you know, Shimano 150s on it or whatever. And he's smoke, he's leading the pack, dude, averaging like 23 miles per hour. Viejito, bro, just like getting yeah. it, you know? But it's like, that's how it is in jujitsu. It's like, you could have the fanciest gi, the coolest rash guard, yeah. the whatever right. you want. But that dude in the raggedy whatever. Yeah, I mean, that goes, that's the, the whole like, uh, you know, you yeah. show up to jujitsu. And we we talked about it when we had George Pirro on, like the law enforcement guys that we train with. I trained with somebody yeah. for years and I knew he was a Marine. Mm -hmm. I knew that he did something beyond the Marines. I had heard like DOJ and he's in the freaking FBI and no, I, I didn't know it. Like he just didn't talk about it. It's kind of like, like people come, you just don't know who anybody is. Unless they sit I like down. that though. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. You don't know. Why do you think about that for a sec. Why do we need to know that though? Isn't that sort of weird yeah. though, that people well, just you define become themselves like you become by friends. Like again, there's a community, you start watching fights yeah. together, you know, you, you become friends. Right, and you right. know that. Like, I just, I pride myself on that, knowing that about my students. Like yeah. I don't really know about their jobs and stuff. And, some of them I know are like, you know, they put like satellites in space and do like crazy cool shit that I have no fucking idea about. But I, dude, you're, but you need to work on your arm bar, bro. Like that arm bar yeah. looks kind of yeah. fucked up. You know what I mean? Uh, I, so it's like, yeah. The first time I ever did a real Muay Thai class, the gym that I went to, <clears throat> I, sh I already, I had a uh, Hayabusa gloves, like really nice white Hayabusa yeah, gloves. Yeah. They were a little bit, I, I had used them because I, I would hit the bag. But my wife bought me the high, the like matching Hayabusa shin shin guards. Yeah, uh -oh. and they're like really big and thick, and they were like brand new. They look like the marshmallow. And I put man. them on, and the and the coach <laughs> like all tatted up, like five eight, but like <laughs> probably like wider, like muscular, like wider to the side than he was tall. Yeah, he's like a bad dude. He was. He looks at me. He goes, "Does the does the the Muay Thai?" match up with the gear and i'm like not at all <laughs> I'm yeah. like i go my wife just bought me yeah. these yeah. but like that was me i showed up with all the cool gear and probably everyone I been like, I'm, not, no. I'm not poor like now, you. Did you, wait hold on did you the only bad part would be did you wear the pads in your car to class no <laughs> hey how do you feel about wearing your gi top while you, you drive to class that, that the guy dude i have a couple people that have done that and i always tell them that's like dude that's kind of like serial killer kind of shit dude yeah. like that's weird dude like if you, I'm, it's one thing if you're like Running just late. your gi pants and like a rash guard and you know what I mean? You're just kind of rushing to get there and you yeah. got your flip flops yeah. on. But if you got your pants on, your top, your rash guard and your belt, belt tight <laughs> in, in, in your car too. <laughs> or riding your bike. And, and if dude, you get out of your gas like, station. Dude, dude stops at Whole Foods or Target yeah, or yeah, something. Yes, 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 yes. My I wife, my wife, loco, my wife does, she That's goes to a loco. kickboxing class, kickboxing classes. And she wraps her hands at home and then gets in the car and drive. And I'm like, I try to get her out of it, but she's always like late and last minute. So she's like, 
she does it at home so she could just go yeah. right in and walk right in the class. Yeah. I tell I try to tell her how weird that is. Like you're driving yeah. and you got your like your boxing hand wraps on. Yeah. It's strange. It's weird. Don't but she doesn't she doesn't shit, see bro. that. You look over, you're like, uh you're like, look at this. <laughs> it's a little weird. I yeah. was in I was at Starbucks one time and I realized I had like my my origin gi pants on, which those kind of actually look like pants because they're not high waters. Yeah, 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 and they yeah. have the little belt thing. And then I had the, an origin rash guard. It was a kind of a crazy one. And the lady says, are you a BMX racer? <laughs> and I said, yes. Yes, I am. And I told her I was. And I went into this whole spiel about how I ride BMX. I don't actually, but I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, it was kind of funny, though. But you know enough of you it grew up. You grew up in that BMX boom era. I, would think I did, would, dude. I grew, well, know. dude, I remember like the big thing when I was a kid, like back in the 70s, was every kid had like mini bikes. They were like little motorcycles, right? Uh-huh. And those things were, they would yeah. go crazy fast. Nobody wore helmets. They were all kind of crazy. So weed whacker Where motors. did you grow up in New York? Uh, you, you mentioned New York before, and I forget. Up, I don't know if we talked about Upstate. So not, so not New York City, like the cool place, but like Syracuse Upstate. Okay. Basically kind of middle nowhere. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I went the opposite way. I was grew up on Long Island. But it was the Long same thing. Island, you say yeah. New York to this day. I say New York, and people are like, "Oh, what part of the city?" And I'm like, "No, you know, there's right. like a whole state." So I always have to do that. I always have to say upstate, yeah. like, and actually, Syracuse isn't actually considered upstate. It's central New York. It's more like yeah. way in the middle of the. You say New York to people, like, "Oh, New York City," and you're like, yeah, "No, we're closer yeah. it's not that cool, dude. It's not I, that cool, dude." I, I'm able. Yeah, I could say Long Island. People know, oh, Long Island. Like, hey, where are you from? Long Island. They oh, that's a, that's, that's uh, kind of cool. That's the fifth borough, ain't it? Yeah, well, no, you know, That's they call they South call Florida it. the fifth borough. Yeah. What's the fifth? Yeah, the fifth the sixth borough. borough. They call the, well, what is it? Wait. How many boroughs are there? See, that's that's how that's how outside five of New York. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Brooklyn, they call Queens. South Florida the sixth borough. Yeah. Sixth borough. They yeah, call yeah, Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island, and he's Manhattan. The first no, 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 the Bronx is not, not a borough. And he's okay. the first Budo. Burro. Yeah, donkey. <laughs> like, no, Long Island's not a borough. I thought it was called the fifth borough or something like no, that. No, no. They, South Florida, they told they, the fifth, sixth borough, whatever the fuck Okay. Is. I'll did, do my did research. He, uh, yeah. did, did Mike have a uh, BMX bike? I had a red line black and gold series. I wanted a mongoose a so bad. Mongoose on Long Island was the bike. I had a red line, man. And my parents got me a fucking Huffy for, <laughs> for Christmas one year. I was so upset. Dude, I had a Huffy. Yeah, I, had, I think my bike was called the Spirit of '76. <laughs> like that, I'm not even seat? kidding, dude. Is it the banana it had seat? the banana seat. It was blue and like sparkly, dude. I think I know what he's talking about. With that thick colored tassels, dude. Yeah, man. Now uh, yeah. I kind of think about it, it kind of looks like a girl's bike. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah. I wound up getting a hand-me-down mongoose from my cousin, and I rode that one all the time. I, 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 this I, is kind I, of hand-me-down. This this thing, this bike was around for years. We rode that fucking wheels off that thing, dude. Yeah. I was we, hilarious. We were we had uh I grew up like uh, an hour outside of the city in an area called yeah. Medford. Most people know Patchogue. I grew up in Medford. Mm-hmm. And um like next to my house was a good like almost acre of just woods. Wow. Right across the street was a quarter acre of woods. Every block okay. had like a little bit of woods where they hadn't built a house yet. You know, so there was so we did trails and we dig out like freaking holes and do and make berms and like we would just oh yeah that yeah, was our life that. was like get on the bikes and and go right and we got when we got sick of that we'd have dirt bomb fights be throwing like dirt rocks at each other with it they would explode oh yeah that was my life dirt bombs that was my remember life, like bro. taking was, like you remember jarts when you were a kid like jarts in the summertime no what's that do you remember those like they're like the dirt things you throw them they're called jarts. Oh, they're like the, the, the they they, they outlawed those they got the big metal spike on yeah. right yeah you had to we throw them inside of a ring 
Yeah, we used to take them and you'd, you'd get in a group with all the kids and we'd throw it as high as we could in the air oh. and then you'd run before it came down and like killed somebody. Never did that? No, nah. never. They, they outlawed those, didn't they? Th- those that's are, what, that's those, why. Yeah. I think that's why. Mike and like his buddies killed, killed uh, Lisa down the road. That's the, that's the equivalent right. of like the, the Tide Pod challenge. That was a social That was a social. Right, right? But that was kind of the 70s though. People, we did like crazy dangerous, insane shit. You would just like, Leave your house and never come home, right? Like, Roman candle wars. Oh, wait, you could. You could, like, leave leave in the morning and just, like, hey, be back when the streetlights yeah. start to flicker on. Make sure you're home. Right. All, all of our moms let we, us have paintball guns. When we that got was... p- junior high, though, we, like, well, even probably younger, like, we played street hockey. Um, and some people played roller hockey. We played street hockey, football. You know, yeah. we, we just, we just whatever we you can play out too. kickball, we just play out in the streets until the lights you know my and if i stayed I, in front of the house i was we were allowed to do like hide and seek and manhunt but if i was on my block like in front of the manhunt. house See, we were yeah. supposed to stay in our block but we would go everywhere my brother and my oh, brother's yeah. three years older than me and we actually almost got abducted when we were kids i'm really? pretty sure we were gonna die oh yeah i don't know what happened but like we somehow ended up in this little house that was on the back of somebody's property that some single guy was renting like uh-huh. this sounds bad right already <laughs> yeah really bad <laughs> So let me tell you, Casa de it's murder. crazy, right? Somehow, I don't know how, and I was younger. I was probably like eight years old. So I was, you know, a few years younger. Some, I just remember being in his house. He didn't have a shirt on and he's got like hardcore pornographic pictures hanging on his kitchen cabinet. And then he starts showing us, he starts to show us that he's got this freaking big snake and he's going to feed it a rat. And he's like, come here, let me show you the snake. And we were like, I think we need to run. Yeah. yeah. And so we, Booked it out of this dude's house, like, but that, you know. Yeah, he was, was definitely gonna put something in your butt. That's so dude, scary. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably so, the snake, dude. So, I don't know. So, yeah, well, the, the, was, snake, the snake was code. Something was, something was definitely gonna go in your butt that, that was day. Definitely like serial killer kind of shit, dude. Yeah. Like it definitely felt like serial killer, dude. Like we, something was going. We down. had like we had a couple of houses in the neighborhood that were just like uh, stay away. I, well, like the the neighbor where I. Every where neighborhood where I grew up, yeah, we were like on one of the last. But it was a practically it was every a chicken block. and strawberry farm. There were chickens and strawberries. <laughs> no. No, they really, yeah. And they took that land and they started to slowly cut it up and make houses. Where my house was built, but the whole rest of the neighborhood was like they had a. It, they were older houses. They had been there for a while. Right, right. And then they took the last part of this farm and and cut it up into you know into lots. And my you know my, my we we built a, a house there. So. There were a lot of older houses of people that had been there twenty plus years. A lot of time to get weird. And, and well, yeah, but like the houses get run down, or you know, people don't take care of their houses. So there were a couple of those, and it would be like you'd be like walking to school, but you walked a little faster in front of that house. Yeah. Oh For yeah. No reason other than it was old and spooky, it felt spooky. Right. You right. Just didn't know, and you'd be walking, and it was it we was had, really strange. We had different reasons in my neighborhood. Yeah. My people. <laughs> Why? There was a lot of shirtless oh. dudes who owned snakes where I grew up. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. in, in, right. in, in, in Florida? In Florida? Yeah. When you were here? That's funny. See, he was trying to put stuff in your butt, too. Hey, Papa. <laughs> hey, Papa, ben aquí. Joke's on you. <laughs> Please signs. don't. <laughs> no. Uh, Leave me alone. It's terrible. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> So that conversation and now and now and now we drive my kids to jujitsu two to three times a week and that's what they do and play in front of the house. Yay. Oh, yeah. There's says, there's a whole the I mean, what do you think about what do you think you've been around 
a hot minute, like the 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 surge of young talent. It, there's like a changing of the guards. I've been saying that a lot. I feel like, yeah, and it's, that's point. kind of what's happened. I think we saw that at ADCC, right? Like it is definitely that shift right now. And I think a lot of it too is that the upper echelon of the sport is just getting older now. You know what I mean? Everybody's sort of approaching and approaching forty now. I just saw like Braulio's like thirty eight or thirty nine, and Caval's up there now. Turn forty, he's turning forty, and so that's just naturally what's happening is, and you and I think too we have to remember a lot of those guys probably had it in a lot of ways tougher than the younger guys coming up now. Just the, the physicality on their body in a lot of ways. Nutrition. It was just you know the the nutrition, like the way that people train, the way that people you know recover didn't do the things that they needed to do the recovery all of that the sustainability of it it's just a very different now i think with younger people there's no money there's no money back then there was no money so like now like think about it like yeah i mean now there's all kinds of money but back then there was no money you were like paying to compete basically Mm -hmm. yeah now you would be 16 with 100k followers and a deal with with a sweater company and (laughs) just in a gi company and a nutrition company and Right. Look at guys like Mikey Musumeci, right? He's like 25, 26 years old, right? Sponsored by Italian making cheese. Lots of cheese. Yeah, dude. He's making making a great living. He's (laughs) a smart kid. He he put all, well, I mean, he just basically decided, I want to do one championship and I want to get that belt. And now he's like throwing out challenges to like Sambo guys. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, like I posted, to fight in, in I his rule set. Well, yeah, Khabib, Maybe that's Khabib, why I saw it. Khabib said he goes, he was being interviewed and he's like, Well, Khabib said if uh Sambo was easy, they'd call it jujitsu. Yeah. So and, he, he threw out oh. a challenge to Sambo and guys. So, so he goes, I would like to extend an invitation to the Sambo guys, and I'll assume uh I'll assume a team of jujitsu guys, and then we could just go at it. Well, but he was like I in, in the jujitsu rule set. I, no, I think he's like you do no, what you and, want, and, and then and I'll that, do what I want. Go back and look wow. at the clip. No, he was like, no, like to. I was watching, and I'm like, he's really saying that he's gonna like fight Sambo, and he's like, in the, at the end, he go in the jujitsu rule set. So then it was like, okay, that make that yeah, makes but, more sense like, so throughout the challenge. I can't see Mike. I mean, I I don't know that no. he, if he could throw hands. I I don't think that he could throw hands like you know. Like somebody else. Why would he though? Why would he? There's a there's a there's a guitar. But I think I I saw that game. I think that I I definitely think that his um that you know he he invested in this one championship yeah belt. Yeah, he said I'm gonna move there, do this. He was like. Yeah, he's you like know, learning, the, ADCC, he's learning the language. Did he talk about like going to ADCC or not going? Or he couldn't. They, no, well, I don't he think had, so at all. He had appendicitis. Okay, so he didn't. He had, mm-hmm. So That's during right. his last Joe Rogan podcast, he's like, "I just had appendicitis." And but they they send out invites to people, right? They had like Gabriel yeah, Sousa got like an invite, and he didn't go to the to the. Yeah, but he's still like I think he was still recovering. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. But I mean, he's fighting him on championship. Well, I don't know. Yeah, and that too. Yeah, and that's dude. He's fighting in one on like Prime Video on a yeah. Friday night. You I know watch, what I mean? Like on a I, main event on a MMA show. He's when gonna have we ever seen that. I yeah. watched. I st- I started to watch that card. I haven't even gotten all through. Like, 
I didn't yeah. I didn't watch it live, so I've been watching it on. on no way like you could watch it live. Pieces. You have to be up at like one yeah. in the morning. <laughs> well, no, I think it, no, it was like on in the afternoon. Was I think it was on in the afternoon? It's whatever yeah, time it was. It, is it was on at a normal it, time. Like it was I watched the it morning like there. Like they were, time. they were conscious yeah. about making it the evening here. It was they oh. did it at like Friday night at eight o'clock. I like remember that the, in the intro of the main card, it was like it's like eight a.m. here in. Uh, oh, so they inconvenienced them. It was. Oh my gosh, America's the best. Yeah, but you know they made a mess. Yeah, I, I that's my the first time. I mean, other than watching clips, obviously online, I, it's the first time that I invested in like you know watching a card, yeah. which I think is amazing. And I think I think this is a real. I think if you look back between Gordon and one championship, I think when we look back in 10, 20 well, Gordon years, is signed. we're going to point out this time as like this is the big thing. This yeah. was when jujitsu. I was always saying jujitsu will never go mainstream. This is it. This is yeah. when it. Between one championship doing what they were doing, which I hadn't seen, they were already doing it. Yeah. Between this and just Gordon, what he just did at ACC and what he's been doing, people are going to look at this like. Don't forget, he's a one like championship. The, yeah, I think it has that potential for sure. Like, I think it leaves that the doors open for that. I don't know that it's there yet. It'll be interesting to see. I hope one will be here. You know, I hope that they have. It seems like there's a lot of money invested into that. Yeah. I like the way that the show looks. You know what it reminded me of? I came up, you know in the pride era. And I, I was actually at pride four in the Pride's Tokyo awesome. dome and saw Hickson fight. I saw Hickson fight like literally ringside. Um, like I, you know, what's funny is when he, I wasn't there with Hickson, I was there with Juan Goez when he fought Sakuraba. He was my teacher at the time. And I got to see Hickson fight. I literally jumped up on the ring when Hickson tapped out Sakata and I was high five and Hoyler. They're probably like, who's this white guy? High <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, I'm going to go rewatch but, uh, but it. I, but I love, <laughs> yeah, but I love one because it reminds me of pride. Like I just, it just feels different than the UFC to me. Yeah. Like, and I know, you know it is different, but it, it feels isn't different. It, it reminds me of the old school. Isn't yeah, it's it, a tie box. At least in Asia, isn't it as big as the UFC it's bigger. is here? It's bigger. Is it bigger? There's more people over there. There's yeah, but yeah, that, well, that's that's like the thing. It's like no, no. It, monetarily, I think it makes more money than the UFC. I'm I, I've kind of heard that, but I can't say that. Yeah, I, I can't quantify. It. I can't quantify it for you, but I'm just saying. Just, really Asia, well, but I don't know. You're, you know, you're yeah. talking about that. Asia. that whole freaking market has way more people. But I mean, do more people watch UFC? That that would be a great thing to look up. Like, what's the audience that watches the typical UFC, and what's the audience that watches? The typical one, one. I'm I'm getting very interested in this because of the the fact that they do, you know. Okay, let's do I guess right like an all Muay Thai or kickboxing yeah, fight. That. Let's do a jujitsu match and let's do an MMA interesting. match. And it's, you know, it's interesting. It's ne I I never thought that jujitsu would go mainstream, and I this is it. It did. It did, and I didn't even realize Mighty it. Mouse, it was at least going mainstream over there. Mighty yeah. Mouse did a three round fight. There was, uh. Round one Round was one, one discipline, right? Jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, jiu-jitsu, or something like that, or or one. It was, yeah, it was one discipline. Cool each one was one discipline. Yeah, each one. I think was it like jiu-jitsu, and then it went Thai to boxing because like, he was going against a Thai boxer. Thai They're, boxing, and then yeah. it went MMA. Did it go yeah, MMA? MMA, I think, or something like that. It did yeah. something like that. But I was yeah. like, even that is like, you got to watch that. Awesome. I, I mean, I got to invest some time and watch that if I'm going to talk about it. But I, 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 it's it's just like a whole new world. It's this is amazing. I, this and is I was I was sitting it? here in this chair saying like this will never happen. Meanwhile, it was happening already, and I just wasn't watching one championship. And, I wasn't realizing that this was really. What was and there's going so on. many athletes in America that are one championship athletes now. You got the Rotulo brothers. You got yeah. Danielle Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Um. You have Marcus Buchesha. Yeah. You have Gordon Ryan, yep. Gary Tonin. His his contract just like he, I guess he got released. Like his contract Who? expired. Gordon. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I thought you were so, going to say I, I mean, I don't know that he's not going to like do it again, but remember, he, he was sick. He couldn't fight. Yeah. Right? So You got to um, watch that last Bouchesha fight. Did yeah. you see it? The, the oh, Bouchesha yeah. That prime? was awesome. Wasn't it's like that? he, he it threw a so shitty quick. double leg on purpose. It, it almost looked like because he threw a double leg and he let the guy fall on top of him and just went, Ashi, It just seemed like crazy. Like, you were just like, well, you know, part of me, I was like, I wanted it to go longer. Like, I wanted to see Bouchesha on the ground and like, I wanted to have a little, you know, but it's fun when we see like, uh, there, like but... if a fight goes fast yeah. that it's from jujitsu and not a knockout. Like, yeah, and it was just yeah. oh, aren't, aren't so you like quick. a little bit like this yeah, watching yeah. that fight? Like, yeah, our that, I do that. I, I do like, that. There's jujitsu, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. I'm, I'm, not, even, gonna, I'm not Brazilian, but I'll go in my house. I was be like, boha. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say like Felipe. Felipe only watches like he'll only soccer, flamenco. No, but he'll only watch UFC if it's just like like a like definitely like a jujitsu. Uh, fighter that's Ander- like fighting Anderson in the main Silva event. Against yeah. Like it's got to be somebody that's like a, a like a jujitsu black belt before they even put on the gloves, like mm-hmm. that kind of person. Yeah, and then he watches it, you know. So that's kind of how I am. I want to see jujitsu guys fighting. I don't, and that's kind of where I lost interest, honestly, in the UFC. Is it sort of like evolved to a point where it's a very specific looking, feeling sport? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just seems like you kind of expect it a certain way all the time. Versus one has that nice like mix of everything. It's yeah. kind of fun. It's like I want to see some Thai box, and that's I cool. Wonder, I yeah, wonder I if, see that would, if that would ever force the the UFC. I don't think UFC doesn't follow trends. I wonder no. if this takes they off where the UFC would like. I mean, hey, they said they would never have a women fight, and the women fights are like half the, the biggest time, thing. More than half the time are better than than the than the yeah the men fights. Hungry. I think um, I think it's because it it's still so young. Yeah, that it's almost like college. MMA level, it's very professional. Don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying in yeah. terms of like progression, it's almost at the cusp of where where you could still have like everybody knows the divisions are shallow in the women's division. Yeah, especially at the higher echelon of the division, the top ten is very shallow yeah. Yeah. in terms of what you get. Um, and so like they always throw these wild cards, and I think you know styles make fights. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're going to throw me against a contender. You know, I just got in the UFC and I'm going to fight a top 10 because they already ran through that whole division. Then, you know what I, I what I love is, um, you know, I, again, talking about like jujitsu kind of going mainstream and it's it, just a kind of a little bit of a different way, but my father, like boxing guy grew up. That's where I got, I, my love of yeah. martial arts kind of came from watching boxing, doing a little boxing, then realizing, oh, I could do kickboxing and kind of doing that on my own at the house with a with a All bunch of roads bag. lead to jiu-jitsu. Yeah, and then and then it was just like, well, okay, I do this by myself. Then I went to train a little Muay Thai. Those guys also did jiu-jitsu. I wound up my family friend opened a gym and then I started jiu-jitsu. But my dad, I used to watch once I started training jiu-jitsu, I'd watch like boxing with my dad all the time. But yeah. then when I started to like Hey, there's also a UFC on, and go back and forth between fights, or try to watch the card. He'd be like, "What is it? What they're laying on each other? What? What is this? Come on, this is like stand them up, like that guy. Stand them up. My dad now, <laughs> my dad knows more names. Can like like he was always this guy. He was this guy with boxing. He's talking yeah. about. He's talking to me about UFC. He's watching Dana White contender series. The best. He's watching everything. And, and he'll be talking to me, and I'm like, he's like, oh, did you see the fight the other day? And he's like, I'm like, no, I didn't see. He's like, 
what I thought you do in this podcast, and don't you talk about all this? You know, like I gotta talk to your dad. <laughs> and I'm like, right. I'm like, yeah, I don't have time to watch all the fights. It's like too much to watch. I've got to like listen to podcasts that guests are on or watch more jujitsu stuff. Like I'm watching the jujitsu stuff, Dad. I love UFC, but because of the work, I've got to you know do this. But it's a me like my father like he hated it in the beginning, and now he's again watching the TV shows. You know, like again, Dana I White feel, I feel like how you feel about one. I've been catching myself on Prime just watching that, and actually, even what you like, I used to yeah. I go back and I watch Pride stuff too. Like I love Pride yeah. fights, dude. Those are so fun. Yeah, Vandalay Silva and all the you know Shogun, all those guys. Dude. I started watching UFC around the Tito uh, Liddell. Chuck Liddell. Yeah. That that like, was the big boom. When they when uh like I know like the first fight I watched was like Tito defending the title. And then like all of that like rivalry between him and Chuck started to happen. Like they were friends and they trained together and then they were like adversaries and like Marrying we were never stars. friends. Like all that shit. That's when I started watching. I think that you would basically that's like early two thousands, maybe like two thousand one, two thousand two. And I was addicted from the first I like my friend's like, you never seen the UFC? And I'm like, nah, I mean, I've heard of cage fighting. I've never watched. Yeah. I was, that was it. I, they got me from that fight. When I the, watched every- When the tap out guys every, were in the side every, of everything. I started watching every event. It was like, we were having parties. It was like three roommates, all single, like party, like, right. let's watch the fight. Let's get drunk. Let's, and then going, then started going out when places started, got big and, you know, bars started, uh, you know, showing the did fights. You, did you ever wear affliction clothing? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh man! There's been a whole bunch. Of, there's always posts, but I saw yeah. a couple recently. Like the golden, it was like the golden era of affliction. Like, oh, oh yeah, affliction. And and what, was, what was the name of that tat? What was the name of that tap tattoo guy? And, the, oh. Ed, Ed, no, no, Ed, Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. You remember the Ed Hardy? Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bedazzled shirt. Yeah, the golden the era. Of, yeah. and what's, the, what's the other one? American Fighter. American Fighter. What about Bad oh, Boy? Dude, the eyes. The Bad yeah. Boy. Yeah, See, Bad Boy yeah. was kind of cool though, like because I mean, there was a time when Bad Boy became cheesy, like in the U.S. But like mm -hmm. early on in jujitsu, if you ever saw anybody with Bad Boy stuff, it was like I remember it was a big deal to get stuff from like Brazil. I used to get stuff shipped from Are Brazil back around? in the '90s. Bad Boy still around. Bad Boy still around. Yeah. Bad Boy still around. I used to draw it yeah, in school. Still around. I big in like, Brazil, was, dude. That was the deal. That was a yeah, big. That, that was, was a big deal, doodle dude. for me. In school, yeah, it was Bad Boy and then the Aerosmith logo, and then like tap. Well, Tap Out came after that, and they had like the yeah, cat, Tap Out, like the two, the two, three guys. Like, yeah, then the one guy died and masked. Yeah, yeah masked, died, right? But yeah. they kind of like didn't they yeah. kind of come from like a little bit more of like the WWF when it was WWF? Then they yeah. kind of come from. Well, there they were like. I think so they were just thing was, I remember seeing them like back like as early as like '98. I remember going to a tournament in Virginia. And they were there selling T-shirts, and they were all done up with the weird mask thing and stuff. And we were like, big orange afro, right? We were like, look at these goofy dudes trying to sell T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, but then you know they went on to like become like you know that shit became global. They I mean, didn't like they the sell original, it for like, millions? Sponsor dude. for UFC, they were like they were yeah. in the beginning. They were ringside. They were, yeah, they were ringside all, all the time. time. Then they just after yeah, they, that they, guy they died. had that show for a while. They had a little show on. Mm -hmm. It was like they would follow like MMA fighters and they had some TV show for a while that was actually mm -hmm. pretty cool. I remember that. And then it just, it's funny how that like just became so cheesy. And I think it's kind of when all that stuff reaches Walmart, 
Yeah, when Walmart started carrying MMA, it was but like when you start to see that, that TJ Maxx and Marshalls, yeah. like the overstock that you start to yeah. see there. When you see, like, yeah, this has uh, gone too far. This is too much now. The, the barometer in South Florida is when you see yeah. when you see the single fifty year old guy in the ragtop Bentley pull up with the thing that was cool. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I can see like, like the affliction yeah. shirt. Yeah, I definitely. I, I had. I yeah. I definitely had a lot of the shirts. I think I probably, I think I might have had an affliction shirt. I don't remember. I, I'm glad I oh, was. Oh, what was the other one? I remember, Extreme I, I Couture, had, remember that? Extreme one of my Couture, teammates, yeah. let me borrow his yeah, Ed Hardy shirt. He never got it back. Um, <laughs> That's so good. But then I definitely Dude, had, like, Jesus. and look, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did absolutely shop at, like, to be cheap at like TJ Maxx, yeah. Target, Marshalls, yeah. and to find get all those shit, shirts. Dude. Like, hell let me yeah, find them. dude, hell yeah! And I find all these other brands like Lions mm. and Eagles and like, yeah. that, you know, and nobody knew the difference. But I wore those to clubs yeah. on the regular. Only that the was guys like, know. That was Check my club <laughs> team, man. That was my team. That I walked into a club, nice jeans, shoes, and a, like I've a, said it a million times. Looking at dude, nice. Shout oh. out to all my uh, my passion nightclub. <laughs> Freaking Patrons. friends, yeah, yeah. The hard rock, the old crew, but not passions, passion nightclub. You know who knows when they when they leave off the s. They yeah. say passions. You're like, who are you? Yeah, you didn't know anybody. There. You weren't OG. My bro. my roommate worked at at passion nightclub at the Hard Rock. It was like the biggest, oh, wow. the best club at the Hard Rock in Hollywood. And uh, shout out to Carlos. We don't just talk out anymore. Here, just out here bragging. Uh, <laughs> Did that shit in front of the line? Yeah. And yeah, dude, I just knew everybody. Shout out to Will, the manager. <laughs> yeah. No, like we li- legit, we walked up. We were hanging. My roommate was was a bartender there. So like they'd get off and me and my other roommate, Adam, like we would hang out with them. So like my, my roommate, Carlos worked there. My roommate, Adam, married a bartender. They're married oh, sure. with two two bold, kids now. Bold strategy. Yeah, like <laughs> so we it, we all we we hung out with them. So when we went there, we like we just hung out. It was just like walk in. Yeah. Hey, Will, what's up? And it was just like right in. Yeah, they don't pay. Go around the side. Boom. Yeah, I almost never paid for almost never paid for a drink. One of the owners would uh, would basically like we'd run up our we'd run up our tab. They would take care of us during the day, but or, or during the you know the whole night. And then the bartender would, uh, one of the owners, because it was like five owners, one of the younger owners that like, they all had their job to do. Some just watched the cameras to make sure everybody was doing their job because like every bar had cameras. That and then there was one that would come by and he'd be like, and like just clear our our our, <laughs> our tab. Great. And it was just like, we always got the nod or he'd just be like, yeah, you're good. And that's so why that club is shirts, dude. Yeah. No, For sure. We, like, my, we'd be hanging out with my with my roommates, his, his you know, soon-to-be wife, his, his girlfriend was serving us the whole night and then he just she didn't you know they had to ring the drink so she'd ring it and then he'd come wipe out the tab and you know yeah it was those good old days the good old days days. i met my i met my my wife um i opened when i opened my first marketing company i office there and she would hear me talk about like what are you doing tonight oh i'm going to you know going to Going to the club. Going to the club. The going spot, to Passion. Spot, going to Carlos's bartender. We go Friday, Saturday. And she'd be like, oh, my God. I thought you were such a freaking player and all this stuff. And I'm like, I was. <laughs> no, I, I was, was, I was yeah. cheap. I get free drinks. <laughs> yeah, I got free drinks. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, it, yeah. It, you know. I, one of, one of, my bartender roommate, owed he owed me money. And I kind of let him work it off. He put, like, a speakers in my truck. And he owed right. me. A, we had gone to Vegas. And I just kept on lending him money while we were in yeah. Vegas. And he like oh, ran shit. up this big bill, but I, at the time I had it, so he never gave it back to me. But I basically like drank it off every time I went there. 
for him, it was different than the than Bar- my roommate the with, the, with the wife. But every time I would go to him and get drinks, he'd like run up my tab, and I would just be like, "I'll don't give you anything, and I'm going to take fifty dollars off the tab." So mm-hmm. every time I went, it was like fifty dollars off the bill. So he yeah. was working Damn. off his tab by giving me free drinks from Passion. And, yeah, robbing from Peter and, yeah. to pay Paul, huh? <laughs> and, and, that, and I just drank for I just drank for free for the longest time. And then and now I just want to bring it to like. So, like, back then, if you watched, like, the UFC or you watched any combat sport, you would either have to, like, wait till it was done and buy a videotape from some weird website, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or you would have to know somebody who had the videotape from said weird website, or if you wanted to watch it live, like, you had, like, there was either, like, a CD bar or somebody's house, the black box, but, like, now... I just I, I you, was watching it. You it was to, ready you could go to Applebee's if you want to do that to your gastrointestinal system, <laughs> uh, and, and you could watch the a main card pay per view UFC event. Yeah, and then, different, and, right? And then honestly, you know, I mean, Dana, I love you, bro, but like, it's cheaper. I don't even drink that much. It's cheaper for me to go to a bar, and I've had this than discussion with my house. wife. Yeah, than to I love watching it at my house, but bro, seventy five bucks, like yeah. seventy eighty bucks, it's gotten expensive. Yeah, yeah. You could go. I could. But you go, could go out, take I my could, wife out. My wife doesn't feed, mind watching. She, I could feed she my likes whole family. It's me yeah. and my two kids. And like I said, yeah. we could go to like a restaurant that we all like, like sushi yeah. or something like that, and spend a hundred bucks, eat, and then I make them sit there for four hours. <laughs> and right. Seriously, done in <laughs> half hour. You're done in a half hour, but they sit there for four. <laughs> yeah, I've taken two cars before. Yeah, and she's like, I would just. I'm here for the sushi. Bye. Yeah, I got to put the kids to bed. Yeah, there's a there's a great. Um, Miller's Ale House in Coral Springs. Right, we Super went there. We went there and watched. Out, if you hang out outside, it's like an open. It's open outside. You can go into an in, inside restaurant. Uh, cool. But they do the. They do every pay per view UFC, and it's it doesn't get ridiculously packed. Every once in a while, it does. But you can get there early during the prelims, get a table, and just be there the whole night. Well, that's old and Coral it's Springs. not so horrible. And boom, and you're watching. You're outside, fans. You know they're fans on the on the ceiling, cool. so you don't get really super hot. And it's a great place to watch. You ever been to Florida? Like oh yeah, here? yeah, you, not in a while, but yeah. I mean, when you live on the East Coast, like that's what you do. Like when you live in Syracuse, mm-hmm. everybody goes to Florida in the winter. Spring like break. that's what you do when you're yeah. growing Did up. Did you do spring breaks? <laughs> yeah. Did you do spring break in Florida? Well, no, nah, it was Tona? more like you know, I went to Disney World with my parents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never been much of a like big party guy, so I never, I never have done like spring break when I was, you know, back when I was younger. Um, I pretty much like after high school, I went to I went to school for a few years, but then I ended up in the military and I ended up in the Gulf War, so. My that that early like twenty one twenty two I was mostly in the military and not really it didn't have that kind of experience in a lot yeah. of ways. What branch yeah. did you serve in? I was in the army. I was an MP. Thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long no, time ago. Golf, now, you know, Miguel's army as well. I was yeah. Uh, Ninety. Yeah, dude. So you were in it when it was. I mean, that was the forty five minute war right there. <laughs> that was literally dude i i went so i got out of boot camp i went to boot camp in 1989 i got out that summer or that summer rather when i went in 1990 so that summer 1990 and basically got home and then went to the middle east and i worked in a, i worked in a pow camp yeah so that was my fun experience what was that one movie about the marine sniper that went over there and just like it was like i to, honestly i can't remember the movie but when i watched it i was like this is the most accurate deployment movie i've ever seen because it's it's pretty much just hurry up and wait and a ton of jerking off oh my god what's that exactly dude like we were like 
we didn't do anything during the war. It was like when everybody, uh, you know, surrendered, we ended up, you know, like 20,000 prisoners. Then it yeah. was like a pain, huge pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, I a had, lot of hurry I, up and wait. I had a buddy that served in the first Gulf war. And he says like, when we went there, he was like, we would, they kept on showing on like CNN, like made it look like there was like the tons of troops, like were already like, Oh yeah. And he's like, we were watching and we were laughing. Cause it was like the same plane. Always like there weren't that many guys on the ground. Yeah. He's like, even when right. we would like go out on patrol, we he's like, we space ourselves really far away. To them, it might look like, oh, there are more guys than there were. Like he was like, these are the little tricks we make because there weren't a lot of mind us there. games. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah um, psyops is a real yeah, thing. I'm trying to think PSYOPs, of that movie yeah. while we're talking. I'm trying to think of that movie. It's not Hurt Locker. It's something like no, that. No, it's an older movie. <laughs> yeah. It's about the first Gulf War, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I know what you're talking about. They when when they like he comes in when he first joins the unit. I, I feel like I know the book you're that, talking like, about too. Yeah. That they 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 he thinks that they're, they're branding him. Yeah. But it's really like a cold thing. But it makes it it when they put it on him, it feels like it, mm-hmm. he thinks he's getting burned. I know that movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's know. all good. We'll sort it out. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll look it, it out. out. <laughs> I had a, a but. But anyways, I mean that's that's uh that's the experience, man. Yeah. I mean, I was overseas. Three times I was deployed. Three times over three years, all in wow. Iraq. Is that know? mixed into like, your? You, you said early. That's early nineties, right? Yeah. Were you do you were doing yeah. jujitsu already or after? No, I was already that's doing it. martial arts. Like I started martial arts as a teenager, so I was doing martial arts. You know, since I was about twelve years old, and then, um, I, you know, like in the military, they you know, especially back then, like they didn't really show you any martial arts at all. Like it was a joke what we were learning in boot camp. Like it was like the most ridiculous nonsense you could ever imagine. Like it was absurd. Like even for MPs, like we didn't learn anything. I already knew more like just from doing, you know, traditional martial arts at that point. Um, but yeah, I was already doing martial arts when I was in the military, yeah. but yeah, the military stuff was terrible. Then. So you were in really Fort bad. Lost in the woods, huh? <laughs> yes, I yeah. was. I was at Fort Lost in the woods. Yeah. I was. I was at Fort Leonard Wood. Yeah, man. I went there for yeah. sapper school. I used to hear about, so like uh, when they went over, they would, they'd have to take these pills Right? Did you have to take pills for like the? Dude, listen. But nobody, we like, took all kinds of weird nobody shit. Nobody would actually take. Would like they would spit them there out. Is, no, there, we took like, them, dude. I, I I remember taking a whole the, bunch of the weird malaria stuff. pills. Those gave me nightmares. Yeah, and I even got like this is weird too. Like after like I served years later, I got a noti- notification from the government saying that uh, chemical weapons were were disposed of near us in that area. So if you ever have any health problems, uh-huh. you might want to let us yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's a little scary. <laughs> With the burn pits, dude. I was next to so many yeah. burn pits. Yeah. And then Yeah, uh, there were burn pits all around I, us. My favorite, there's a lot of them that are rumors. And my favorite rumor was that in um in basic training, you have zero well, I don't know how it is now, but when I went, you have zero control as in terms of anything. Right? Like sleep, what you eat, what they you tell drink. You when you eat. Not Shit, when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So that you would always yeah. they would always give you like an electrolyte drink. Uh, because they, you know, they want you to stay hydrated and it was always either like blue or red, whatever you picked. And then, but the, the rumor joke was, is that they put like saltpeter in it or something like that. So that, that? Oh, I remember hearing so, that too. Yeah, so you don't get boners and everybody was like, Weird. and then it wasn't until I was like maybe like four or five years in the army that I realized that like my drill sergeants were children. Like, cause like you, you look at these guys as men and then like, you're like, oh, he was just like 24 year old fuck. 22 yeah. year old dude, yeah. right? And like, uh, like 26 in the army's old. Mm-hmm. And, 
but anyways, yeah. like, so like the joke was like, oh, they put this so you don't get boners. And then I thought about it. I was like, no, you don't get boners because you're like around a bunch of dudes and you're stressed out all the time. Like it's not a boner inducing environment. You know, it's not very Is that something that actually concerning. went with, is that provable or is that? Of that course just, it's provable if you went no, like with a well, chemical. Like, like, did you wind up finding but, out that that was a real thing or it was just But like, it's just like dumb No, stuff. I don't think yeah. that's they, true. They're always playing with you like when you do like the water stuff where they teach you like, oh, if, you, if you're ever oh, bad, yeah, you yeah. need to make a flotation device and they take you to a lake and they teach you how to like, you take off your pants and- That was a lifeguard you, I had to do that. Yeah, you yeah. do all this stuff and like they're walking around with like little bottles of blue dye and, they, and they're like, oh, we put the ICUP chemical in the lake and if you pee in the <laughs> lake, we'll know- Confirm you know, blue, yeah. Exactly. That's but if you know anything about anything, there's always like that dude from like that grew up in a school bus that's like, oh, and then there's like people who have half a brain. <laughs> the movie, Jarhead. Yeah, the drill Jarhead. sergeants. Jarhead. Jarhead. Jarhead was the movie. Yeah, the drill sergeants back then were just pretty much like freaking evil. Like I remember yeah. like crazy stuff, like that there's no way they do now. We had like one kid, drill sergeant, threw him down a flight of stairs and broke his wrist. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Or I remember yeah. one time I was getting on a cattle truck or something and uh, I bumped the drill. What? Remember the cattle truck? Yeah, scared? that's I bumped school. the drill sergeant with my M16. I bumped him by accident. Uh-huh. So he pulled me up in front of the whole formation, made me lay down on my stomach, on my belly and stood on me while he addressed everyone. Oh, just yeah. like stood there for a while. That's on you, bro. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. When I first got to my unit, they lined us all up and then, and then the first sergeant kicked us all in the chest and he was like, welcome to the nasty. Yeah, and then, really? and right. then that night I got thrown in a water Buffalo and driven around like oh, the motor- a water Buffalo. A water Buffalo is just like this big metal container that holds water. So it's okay. like essentially like a giant cooler water bottle. Um, oh man. But yeah, it wasn't filled with water or anything like that, but they just throw you in there. And then, like, most people were like, stop, no, you know, I'm a man. And I was just like, oh, you guys are just having fun. So I just went with it, you know? And it was, it ended up being, like, I never had a bad time getting hazed. Like, I got kicked in the chest, and I just started laughing. They're like, why are you laughing? I was like, because we're both, like, like, yeah. we're, like, eight years apart. This is hilarious, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know how we're on the same that. team. That's crazy. Yeah, but, like, you're on the same, like, you just, I grew up wrestling, so it's yeah. like. Like that, and I also grew up like I don't want to say a rough neighborhood, but like if you made a wrong turn, it wasn't good for you. And uh, and shout out to Hylia. In the chest. No, it wasn't Hylia. I grew Where up. We, in, I grew up in Kendall, which in Kendall. used to before be it was, before, before it was Kendall. Ni- Kendall's that, nice town. That fancy ahora, yeah. You know? but, <laughs> but now, yeah, it's like I don't know. It's it's. But I think it it, it weeded out. Like that type of hazing and stuff like it, some of it went too far, but like it honestly did weed out or like it, like it, it made a bond, a stronger bond. Once yeah. you knew. Yeah, I don't think, like, yeah, I never feel like, like it's fun to talk about now. Like, and I don't know that I was like, you know, freaking out back then. It was, but we were different back then too. Like kids nowadays probably couldn't put up with a lot of that. I don't think my yeah. kids could, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, you know, these kids are so entitled nowadays versus like, that's just what the military was. You, you guys are asking if you weren't going to like accept that you probably aren't going to be there very long. You're going to wash out, you know, like that's just what it was. You you're, know, you're going to be working. Uh, you're going to, the, the dude at the desk at the HQ on the weekends, that's going to be you. Wow. Yeah. And most of us went in the military back then too, because you didn't have a lot of other options. You know what I mean? Like it was like for college money or, you know, you just didn't have like a career path or Citizenship. something, clear, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to be American. Is that a, is did you? Uh, was what, what was the process after going in the military? You go to once war. Once you come out, then you, no, but once you no. came out, <laughs> you go to war. 
No, well, I, once you came I, out, do they go? Let's so say, here's your, your citizenship. Your military experience is what fueled my military dream. Interesting. Um, That's came, awesome. Well, I thank came, you for your service. Uh, you're worth it. Uh, I went <laughs> when I came over from Columbia. I came over 1990-91 when that was happening. Oh I, wow! The first meal I ever had was McDonald's. You told me. The first thing I ever saw Amazing. on TV was the Gulf War. And my mom wow. was like, ever since you saw that, you were you were like, I was that kid in middle school wearing camouflage clothes, like before school shooting was cool. Like, wow, <laughs> fucking, that's what school. I used. I don't know if it's ever been cool. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting a little yeah, bit. It's getting a little bit played out. It's, you know, I'm over it. And it uh, is weird though that when we were kids, no one did that. Isn't that a little weird? Yeah. People were just dragging you into their house and trying to molest you. <laughs> yeah, back yeah well, they're, Bunny. Yeah, well, they're, because they're, we had Bugs Bunny. No, it's because there weren't That's traceable. Right. There weren't traceable amounts of SSRIs in your drinking water. <laughs> and, right. Right. And, uh, no, but anyways, like I was like just intrigued with the because because I came from Colombia and when I came. Um, a lot of stuff was going on in Colombia in terms of like the narco terrorism and stuff like that and the mm -hmm. drug war. And then just like, uh, it was just like very complicated and, and like things were, and there were bad guys, you know, or at least what mm -hmm. I was taught to think were bad guys. And, and then, so I came to America and then I was like, what's this? And they're like, well, those dudes try to kill the president, you know? So, and we're about freedom here and you suck. So we went over there. And we took it out and it was just like a clear story. You know, I was a child. You don't yeah. understand like that mm -hmm. we were already in Afghanistan since the sixties and all this yeah. other stuff now that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but anywho, I was right? just like, there's bad guys, there's good guys. And I was like, you could, you could like, and I was like, I want to, I don't like bad guys. There's, that's the reason we left Columbia. Mm. Or, Cause, and I was like, you could come here and protect your land against bad guys. And they're like, yeah. And ever since then, dude, I, I did ROTC I watched every Chuck Norris movie. <laughs> I like you were kind of you were kind of a nerd, dude. Yeah. You were kind of a nerd, weren't you? Like you were an ROTC? Yeah. Did you have the whole uniform and everything? I did. I That's was okay. I was Teflon coded, sir. I knew dude, you could, you were on you it. Could, when I went into the military, I was already on E3. They they you oh, know yeah. how they try you. And so I was too cuz of college credits. Yeah, I remember that. So you know when they try you, they're like, "Oh, you're gonna do PT." They just want you to fail. Like I knew the regulations, mm -hmm. I knew the standards, I knew like I could quote. You were on it. Yeah, like I could quote. Cause I went to wow, like. Wow, that's so I, cool I, though. I give credit to First Sergeant Henry Massey Jr. Retired type one each, in in Killian Damn. High School. He's still the ROTC teacher there, and I think he's probably like 300 nice. years old. And, Damn. and no, no offense, sir. And, uh, but like, yeah, I went in and I was, I was highly motivated because of just the, I came from a place where yeah. like the, like the, re, there's Escobar yeah. hippos in Colombia because Pablo Escobar mm. flew hippos over there. And now there's a wild, not, there's an invasive species of hippos in Colombia because some drug fueled crazy man. That's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you can't do that here. You could yeah. try. That'd be crazy if we had like hippos everywhere. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, just because some drug that guy would was be just cool. like. I don't want. I don't want hippos running through my yard. Exactly. And they kill a lot yes. of people. But anyways, yeah, yeah that was cool. so. Like the your Gulf War inspired me to be in the military. And uh, wow, what year did cool, you go? Dude. I went. I, I, dude, nine eleven happened when I was so, my senior year in high school. I went, mm. and. Yeah. I, it was like basic training, AIT, airborne school, unit, Kuwait pushed into Fallujah. Wow. Like it was like wow. that, 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 that. Quick. Fast. Wild. Yeah. And then it was just a 
come home for I've like never 10 said months. it to you. Thank you for your service. You're bro. worth it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously. It's badass. I talked and, to and so badass. Like, Thank you for and, your service. And where we're well, going with it was like, I got my citizenship. I actually got my citizenship at Biop, which is Baghdad International Airport. Got sworn wow. in by George W. Bush. Did you have to do all like Junior? the tests that, that other people have Absolutely to do? Absolutely not. No. 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 My, my, my certificate, all of our certificates are actually from Italy, from Milan, because that was the nearest uh, U.S. Mm-hmm. embassy that got tasked with okay. making like 300 certificates. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so George, cool. George W. Bush Jr. on a, on a big screen TV, like over satellite. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, thank you guys. You know, all That's these people so tried, cool. to, they tried to kill my father. And, you know. It was cool. Wow. Crazy. Wow. All right, guys. Look, we're going to leave it there. Um, we're not going to do the drill down with you, Mike. We know. We covered okay. a, we covered so much of kind of yeah. those drill down things. And I would encourage people to go back and watch, is it, I think, episode 36? Wow. So I think it was episode 36. It is 96, right? Damn. So this is 96. 96. You guys are killing it. I want them to go back and watch that episode because yeah. that was amazing. And one of the reasons why we wanted to have you back on, I, I mentioned to you when we spoke before we did this, that I, I love your take on jujitsu. I think that Thank you. Uh, a lot of people, especially in, in Florida, they get the whole, like, you know, we're in the land of, you know, um, American top team and HQ is right up the road from like my school right. and you get that, like, you know, kill, kill, kill. Like for me, jujitsu is fun. It's my stress release. You know, um, I think there are two sides of this jujitsu world. You know, there's the, again, like compete and train and, or excuse me, compete and, you know, maybe want to make it uh, a career in training and, and going further and doing the fight to wins and all that stuff. I get that. I get that. and I love it. I'm, I just started at an old uh, at an older age where that's just not yeah. my. This is this is what I'm doing. With there's, a, there's a world this for us. training and doing the podcast. There's a, I always say that there are more of us than there are of them. Meaning there are more people that do this that are hobbyists that yeah. are doing it for the reasons that we discussed and not like okay I'm doing this for a career where I'm gonna this is my career I've chosen to do this I'm gonna train every day I'm gonna go to you know two trainings a day I'm gonna go to uh, you know, stand up and we tie in the afternoon. That's great. And I love it. And I love, I can't, I hope you make it. And I want to see you on the UFC or one championship, but there are more of, uh, there are more students and hobbyists than there are of those people. And there's a place for us. And let's, you know, it's, we're supposed to say, right. Uh, jitsu is for everybody. It is. Well, we have to be able to do that and treat them like they can come in and not get murdered on day one. But, you know, right. If jujitsu is for everybody. Yeah, and there's, there's such a mix of people and, you know, it's a huge, you know, world out there. There's a, I'll mention real quick as we wrap up, there's a gentleman on, I, I run a, I have a, my BJJ for 40, you know, community online, but we also started a private site on Facebook and we just actually today, we just hit 20,000 members on it. Congratulations! I know I was super stoked, right? Cause it's, it is, what's cool about it is it's not me posting stuff. I almost never post because the community on there just posts like the mm-hmm. greatest questions and people go on there and there's hundreds of responses. So I've learned a ton of shit on there, literally from like people talking about injuries, stuff people go through, you know, best ways to clean your ghee, all that kind of stuff. But there's this one gentleman that I see on there all the time. His name is Gary Parrott. It's P-A-R-R-E-T-T. He's 70 years old, right? It's a blue belt. And he's an awesome dude, man. He's a great example of where this art is headed, you know, that there's people that are 70 years old that are practicing, dude. He does tournaments. He did a tournament too. Like, 
That's amazing, right? I love it. And so that's that's what truly inspires me. Yeah, I love seeing the Gordon Ryans and those kinds of people. You know, that's great. Everybody competing. I love Mike, Mikey Mustamechi. He's like my favorite fighter. But then I love guys like Gary, you know, who are 70 years old and guys that are in their 40s and 50s and 60s that are all doing it. That's to me, that's the reward. Yeah. And then awesome. so I just want to say one thing as well. I've noticed this thing that that I heard you do it or mention or talk about it the first interview where yeah. you were asked, why do you always take off your gi top? And you're like, oh, it's because so you could see the move clearly, especially like if you're showing yeah. it to somebody. So uh -huh. I've been, I don't, I don't know if it's you, man, but I've been seeing this a lot lately, like in YouTube instructionals and, and even in my gym, my coach, like what we were saying, we were learning earlier, he took, he took off his gi top to show the move. So there's like more clarity because it's yeah. more body on top, yeah. you know, and it's not gi specific. We'll, so we'll credit like, Mike with that. I'm going to credit you. With, I just want to say, <laughs> thank you. I'm going to say, I haven't seen well, that no, I think since then. I didn't see it. And now I see it. Yeah. Trauma trends that are, what can I there say? You I'm saying You're an innovator. <laughs> Yeah, I'm right, an innovator. There don't, you go. Don't hang up because we're going to come take some pictures by the by the screen, but we're going to say goodbye to you. Thank you again for doing this. Awesome, Very much you appreciate guys. it. Thank You're you. always welcome here. Uh, love to meet you one day, whether we come out there. You're you in Florida. Come down and train, please. And or and or now. do you know we'll do one of these in house. I'm definitely but, going to Colorado. Again, right thank, on. Yes. Thank you for coming on again, Mike. Appreciate it. Awesome, you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Peace. Stay right there. Thank you to Neutral Zone CBD, a combat family-owned company that supports athletes and the people who love them. Neutral Zone strives to deliver clean CBD products for sports recovery in gummies, lotions, balms, roll-ons, and more. After a competition, a hard rolling session, or a tough day on the job, Neutral Zone has a product designed to help you reduce inflammation, increase cell rejuvenation, and may even help with aging joints. Visit NeutralZoneCBD.com and get 25% off your order with code JJD. And follow them on Instagram, too, at MyNeutralZone. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone Clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, 
they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowandroll.com to check out their awesome designs, and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy Signature Tee exclusively at flowandroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of T-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. All right, very cool, man. Great dude, right? I love that guy. Yeah, man. I don't you even did, know him, and I love him. You weren't on the. You weren't no like part of the show. No, on but that they're episode. both. Were you had you been on the, the show? I yet? had been a couple times. I think okay. so. Uh, but you know, both the episode numbers ninety six and what was it thirty? I think it's thirty nine or thirty six. I think it's thirty six. They're both. They're check. both divisible by the number three. So you know, <laughs> Mike Bidwell. Oh no, 61. 61. 61 and 96. Not divisible. And what did I think 36? You know why uh, Brendan McCaffins, I think 36. Um maybe not even. Anyways, <laughs> I've been posting from a good, I've been posting snippets from 36. Man. I think that's I think, why 36 is in my mind. I don't think there's a podcast host who knows what the fuck Jiu-Jitsu anybody was on. Well, I could, I could look because I got the outlines no, with know, the number. Saying, it was Jason I'm from saying, Jiu-Jitsu 50 cuz I've been reposting his the TikToks that uh, the snippets as TikToks. I'm saying Rain Man style, like you yeah. know, you you're just off the top. <laughs> I'm of not even gonna do my Rain Man impression yeah. right now. Yeah, don't do that. It would be bad. <laughs> Very episode bad. Twenty four. Thank you, Mike. Twenty four. Mike, we appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you so much. We love having you on, and and he's definitely one of those guys that I'd love to have in yeah, here. Yeah, Mike is really cool, man. Yeah, measurable. Just. And he's very funny. Come down to come down to do a seminar, Mike. I don't think I don't think you probed his humorous side enough because he's really funny, man. He was having yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's he's got that super. uh, Well, I I definitely anticipate having him back on, and you know, it's we're kind of like in that sweet spot of like of having guests on second and third times now. Yeah, where it's like because now we we know them, we're not starting from the like. Tell us when you yeah. When you started martial arts, you know, tell us about your journey. We're also not like there anymore. I think it, the show's evolved too a bit. Yeah. No. Are you show bragging? Right I'm now? not show bragging. I'm just saying You're it's a natural. Bragging. It's a natural evolution of. <laughs> hey guys, uh, listen. All right, so let's do some housekeeping real quick. Don't forget to send your receipt if you purchase anything from any of our sponsors. Um, you've heard us shout them out. You've seen their commercials on the show. Send us proof of purchase. We're going to enter you into contest. It's getting close. The, Info. I, I, I at haven't posted dummies. the, and I haven't. You know what? I got the the text today. The pre-order is mm-hmm. up on Flow and Roll. So this is going to come out for like almost 10 days. So we have a little bit of time. So you I'm can creating see it. Po- I, I'm right now creating posts. It's actually there on our team page. Mm-hmm. I didn't even look at it yet because I got the text today, but this is a busy day for me and, and we come down here. But the rash guard and the shorts, are the set are on um, mm-hmm. on the team page, the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies team page on flowandroll.com. So you can go check it out. Uh, go, ahead and, go ahead. You can put in your pre-order. So, um, so yeah. Mysterious uh, Milton, no more. <laughs> it was. It's actually real. It's real. I, I, I love it. I, I I think that it came out uh, awesome, and um, you know we finally have our peace, love, jujitsu shirt. And I have the I have the next there idea. It is. Hey, it's front done. and center, like right <laughs> on the page. Oh man, that's dope. Isn't it cool? Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Uh, what, where, Thanks, do they send, where do they send the receipt information? Uh, they send the receipt uh, on our Instagram at Jujitsu Dummies or just email it to info at jujitsudummies.com. Yeah. I've gotten a bunch. And, uh, you know, again, you're going to win $250 worth of, of jujitsu swag. It would yeah. include uh, a rash guard and the short set, uh, maybe a, a, a gi. And uh, hopefully some other swag from dude. This from is our smart. Sponsors. I've never seen this on Sean's flow and roll website where like he shows you the product and then you scroll over and it has the the kids. He's got some the kids size chart and then yeah. the men's size chart and the body composition. Flow and roll's no joke. 
Fun Rolls, no joke. He's got his shit together. I just like like him. He's a nice. He's a nice dude. Yeah. I love working with him. But he's good at what he does. And I it, again, I've got a million rash guards. Yeah. I wear his two short sleeve rash guards to every practice. I wash them, obviously. But I <laughs> team wash. I wear rash it to no gi, and I wear it under my my shit. gi. I don't even wear my stuff anymore. His shit is on point. Doesn't boil up. You can wash it a million times. Doesn't fade. And I love the elastic. Yeah. The elastic kind of, yeah. you know, sticks so that it's not like... It doesn't go you know, over my love handles. It's great. Yeah. My own. You know, me too. <laughs> but uh, again, send us your proof of purchase and we're going to, you know, you could possibly win some stuff. I ha- We have some listeners that had sent questions. I think it was only maybe two or three that I said, hey, do you want a t-shirt or coffee mug or would you like to wait for the rash guard at the top? Because we didn't know we were doing shorts at that point. And we had a couple of people that said that they they... Uh, that they would wait. Uh, I do. I have a little doc with it, but just uh, if you want to remind me, like, hey, I was one of those guys. Just yeah. shoot me. I spoke to you through Instagram. I know that I did. Just shoot me a message and remind me, uh, and I'll like I'm gonna put in the pre order and pay for it, and then have it sent out. I to feel you. like a couple people are gonna change their minds, man. After they look at it, they're gonna be like, I I'm gonna send you that thing back. <laughs> Can I get this? No, if you got your t-shirt or your mug, that's it. You got <sighs> it. So, all right. So I'm Uncle Milty BJJ on Instagram. You sure are. I'm JJD <laughs> underscore DJJ. You sure are. <laughs> Bo? Uh, At B-A-D-W-E-R-K-S-S-S-S. Bad works. <laughs> Thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Yeah, man. Peace, love, jujitsu. Peace, love, jujitsu. It's official. Peace. Peace. <laughs>